Fishnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. And this is episode number five, 599. What? I know. Tomorrow's going to be the big 600. Who's ready for it? Yay. Okay, well, screw you guys too then. That's fine if you're not ready. Oh, stop it. I got to fix that. That's weird. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the stream. Welcome to the podcast. I guess I got to cover all the bases, right? How you doing? Uh, hope you had a good night. Uh, I know we got a lot of happy cowboy fans. Ah, let's go. Cowboy fans got to be feeling pretty good about themselves right about now. That is, uh, that is an outstanding win. They said it couldn't be done. There were haters and there were doubters, specifically Dr. Dre on 290, a Cowboys fan. Jack's going on vacation. Come on, bro. Where's your loyalty? You never see me turn my back on the Houston town. Uh, okay, I mean, I get it. I, I, I get it. I get it. F that pooter. What? What happened? Is there something wrong with the show, with the chat? What's going on? Am I missing something? Do I need a check? Is there something wrong? I see what's F this pewter. What's happening? Is there something wrong? I got to I got to see now. I got to make sure. I should do this beforehand. Like listen. Oh, it's on mute. Let's see. Oh, I got the whole the, everything on mute. There we go. Check one two. Oh, I got the whole the, everything on mute. Oh, okay. Oh, ZZ said pooter is a nice way to say puto Dr. Dre. I thought you were like computer, pew, you know, I didn't know. I don't know. You can sometimes CC. You might be an old white woman. I have no idea. Okay. Well, yeah, there's that. Dre will be along shortly. I'm sure. Um, you know, he wanders in after a, a hard day of driving around, honking at people and being a dick. I just assume that's what he does. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, great win. We're going to cover it all. Have no fear. Dallas fan. You're going to get your say bucks fan. You're not. I mean, look, I don't know. Do we don't even have any Bucks fans in the chat, do we? No, there's no deckhead, new or old, that's a Bucks fan. I know one Bucks fan total in my life, and it is uh, Bob Biggerstaff, actually the headliner for the show that's going to be at Hop Scholar uh, on uh, January 28th. That's the last Saturday of January, and I'll have more info for you. But go get tickets. Tickets are. 
uh, always sell out. But I want to sell it out early because if we sell it out early enough, I might get to add a second show. How dope would that be? Not like this time, but going forward. So uh, you guys go get tickets and uh, you can find them on my website uh, at Barry is funny. That's the, there's all the uh, show information on the website. So go check it out. The kicker probably still walking back to Dallas. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we're going to get into the game hot and heavy, though. I promise I've got a plethora of topics for you today. Hold on. Let me fix this. So I've got you. I even have a film session. I know. I mean, we got to get to it. But uh, yeah, I even have a film session for you. So should be a should be a rocking good time. Let me, uh, hold on. Uh, 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 uh. That's always the worst part about f- uh, trying to fix shit on the fly is I, uh, I'm left to my own devices. And sometimes that's not a good thing. And it's a very distracting on the show. But all right. So I do have a film session for you. Uh, we've got a ton of d- to get to. We're going to take a look at next week's divisional round. We're not going to get in depth, like as far as picks and lines and all of that fun stuff. We'll save that for tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, but we'll take a look back at the game that happened last night. We'll take a peek at the brackets and what they look like in the AFC and the NFC. I got your sports headlines. I got a question for you that I thought it was. I saw this on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? That's actually a really interesting. Here's a interesting question. Who used to run that? Was that the Blitz that used to run? Here's a interesting question. So we're gonna do that. I gotta, I gotta know. A B baby, what is you doing? Like, we got all that. Plus, you guys throw some topics out. I'm good with that. If there's stuff you want to discuss, let's do it. I'm all for it. But let's start like we always start, and that is. With the shout out to the chat, aka the chat, not the past tense of shit. It's where we say hello uh, to the people that make this show possible. You guys. So let's do it. Uh, I see that Alan Denson was in first, 1.19 p.m. Oh, ye of lot of faith. That's a lot of faith you have in me, Alan Denson, to check in at 1.19, thinking I'm going to be able to somehow. Pull off this raggedy-ass show. But I salute you. Yo! Humble Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. And also, CC, thank you for the six bitty-bitties, my friend. Much appreciated. Thank you both. Welcome to the show. So, Alan Denson was first. Uh, Chris Reyes was second. Nightbot was third. How y'all let Nightbot beat you? Nightbot's a raggedy bitch. How you do that? Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Uh, Nightbot was third. Yeah, Tiger Stripe was in early. What's up, homie? Uh, who else was here? Alan Denson. I got Sandoval showing up. Ready to talk Cowboys. I know it, baby. Uh, Joel, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We already got a... Damn it. I'm going to I got to get a Cowboy. I gotta get a, I gotta get a countdown for that. We already got a hype train going. This this too much too soon. Uh, hey, a uh, bit of show business for you. Like not show business. Like I'm in show business, but a bit of business about the show. We are finalizing and getting all of the um, uh, fantasy football league information and prizes and everything set and rare and are ready to go. So if you were a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, be on the lookout for an email from Jen. 
and uh, and we'll get that taken care of. And then, uh, Perry, I will get your shirt made for you. I'll get with you, and we can discuss what you'd like. I'll try to do the best I can to accommodate. In the meantime, Donna, thank you for the 50 biddies, my sweet, sweet. It's good to see you as well. Uh, cheers to you guys. What it all. Thank y'all for starting the show off with a hype train. That's amazing. Especially, especially after, let's be real. Especially after the debacle that was yesterday. So I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you guys. Cheers. I'm starting to hit a rhythm again. I, uh, yeah, I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to hit that rhythm where it goes down. Oh, CC, I see what you did. CC fired off six bits. And then she fired off nine bits. Uh, but you got to do it at the same time. It doesn't count. That's, that's not, you know what? It's not 68 and I owe you one. It's, you got to. You know, I mean, look, when you do the thing, you don't, that's just masturbating. If the six and the nine aren't together, CC, ah, 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 then they're just over there on their side doing weird shit. Nobody's 69's on their side, do they? That's not, that would be weird, right? Like you're, are we all in agreement on the rules for 69 and somebody's on their back? It's weird if, I mean, I guess if you're petite, and she's strong, you guys could stand. <laughs> Just kidding. You know what I mean? Like, if he can lift you, or you can lift her, then yeah, you guys could stand, I guess. I'm more of a, you know, when you get in your 40s, 69 is definitely uh, on your back activity. There's no, there's no standing, there's no side, there's none of that. None of that. All right, let's get back to the chat. I got weird. All right, that's my fault. I, I take full responsibility. It's the hat. I take full responsibility for that one. But you know what? Sometimes you got to set rules. You got to set, uh, what are the rules of 69? And by the way, I should have put some makeup on the, on the, uh, perpies on the Hempel. It's not. Okay. Uh, who else is in the chat? Let's see here. Reyes, Denson, Nightbot. Uh, Sandoval's where I left off. Alex Villanueva. Hold on, pimp. Oh my God. I got to do another shot. We got a special, uh, thing to do today. So, um, I'm not going to do it right away, Alex, but, uh, I will tell you guys this, Jen and I, so I, I, uh, uh, yesterday I forgot Alex's birthday. That's on me. I got, I gotta be a better, uh, I gotta be a better host. Uh, it got a little wonky and a little crazy yesterday. Um, however, I, I told Alex that I would make it up to him today. I got to prep something here. Uh, I told him I would make it up to him today because it was his birthday yesterday. You know what? Let's just do it. Let's just, uh, I told him, so here's what we're going to do going forward. And you guys can all thanks, uh, thank Alex Villanueva for me forgetting or not, or not getting to, I should say, I didn't forget. Jen, let me know just got hectic and, uh, and it was a mess, but you guys can all thank Alex Villanueva for this because what we've decided going forward is when it's your birthday and you're a Patreon member. Okay. You don't just get this for being a, a uh, non-Patreon subscriber. This is another benefit we'll add to the show for being a Patreon member. You get your birthday shout-out. 
Uh, but now, but now, you also uh, will get a, uh, <clears throat> I think you guys are going to like this. You're all, it, it, on your birthday, you get one free timeout. Let's go! Okay, this isn't working. Damn it, I tried to have something special for that. But <laughs> it didn't work. Let me hold on. Hold on. What would you, you, you. I had something that I wanted to do when I announced it, and shit. Come on, you raggedy bitch, Laminac. Where is the audio? Let's try this one more time. Download. Come here, you raggedy hoe. Uh, okay, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of lost its luster now. You guys all know, so it's not really, it's not really a surprise anymore. Uh, shit. All right, well, I can't get it. Okay, fuck it. We'll just, we'll do it live. Damn it, we'll do it live. But you know what we will do? You know what we will do? Uh, 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 we have to. Oh, oh, oh no, on, chat. You're going to want this. Oh, oh, yeah, you are. Oh, oh, yeah, you are. Oh, oh, no, you're not. How come? Is the birthday? Your birthday song is broken. No. <laughs> no, God, this is so bad. <laughs> okay. We'll do that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. The birthday song is broken, you guys. This is so sad. Hold on. Why isn't it working? I don't understand. It's broken in. No. <laughs> this sucks so bad. The sexy time work. Yeah, so sexy time works. It's the birthday song that doesn't work. What kind of bullshit is that? God damn it. I, not today of all days after we've already missed the man's birthday. He needs his birthday song. Let's try this again. Oh my God, you raggedy bitch. Oh, there it goes. Okay, hold on. Oh, oh. Nope, nope, here we go. Hey. So smooth. So smooth. I mean, we had no problems pulling all this off. At least this audio worked. I had like special audio to make the announcement. No good. Just for you, buddy. that you have in a smart water water bottle that you fool people into thinking that it's water cc get that out uh 
Did I call people out? Get out your drinks, get out your shot glasses, and let's toast to my guy, my buddy, my pal, pal, buddy, pal, Alex Villanueva. Homie, I'm sorry I missed it yesterday. I hope you had a great birthday. I really do. I hope you got roadhead or a hand job, maybe some standing 69 or peg, whatever it is you're into, homie. I don't judge. I'm just here for you. Happy birthday, my friend. Cheers. It's a good thing I ate lunch. Two shots within 30 minutes of the show. It's going to be a long day. Happy birthday, homie. I'm just going to let this ride out. All right, that's enough. All right. Uh, happy birthday. I'm sorry. I had like a really cool thing I wanted to do to announce the free timeout on your birthday, but now that's gone. But if you are a Patreon member, you will get a free timeout on your birthday. So just another reason to go sign up. And if you are uh, a decade that lives here in the Houston area, you're definitely going to want to sign up because, spoiler alert, we are working on... A VID watch party, a very important deckhead watch party, and it is all for Patreon members only. Now, you can show up if you're not a Patreon member, but you're still a deckhead, uh, but when you show up as a VID, when when you get there, we are going to have all kind of cool shit for you, so you're going to want to sign up, so uh, go do that, but uh, you also get the birthday shout out, you get access to the Discord, you get... Uh, <clears throat> What else? You get fantasy access. You get all kind of cool shit. Um, most importantly, uh, you get my love and admiration. And we'll do birthday shout outs. So there you go. All right. Back to the chat. I missed it. Let's go. Roll quickly. Let's name some names. 1v1 me. What's up? Yo, we had a ball yesterday, guys. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Jeff Bell, what's up? Who else is here? Let's run through them quick. I'm just going to read names. CC. Shit. Uh, Jeff Bell. Aeolos. KD, what's up? Uh, my sweet, sweet Donna. You damn. John Dory, Wendy, Cisco, <sighs> Perry, uh, Nightbot, go fuck yourself. Uh, SVG, what's up? Here for you to hate. That's Jesus. Uh, I always read it and then go, nope, that's Jesus. Uh, Richard Fails, what's up, Pam? Hadn't seen you in a minute. AJB, what's up, Aaron J. Bryant? And Jen, hello. Uh, thank you for your talk today. McLovin, what's up? He said, hi, Barry. You doing okay today, princess? Yes. Very good mood. You can't ruin it. I mean, you could, but don't, please. Stephen Weatherguy, what's up? <laughs> Um, who else is here? Let's get through. I'm not going to go through all 12 pages. We're already halfway into the show. What's up, Dimata? What's up, Jared Taylor? Uh, what's up, Alex Villanueva? What's up, Flip? What's up, uh, Barry on deck? And uh, let's get to uh, one more page. Who else? Who else? Who else? I think that's it. Hey, what's up, Freud? Yo, yo, yo. Just wanted to let you know I saw your email and we'll reach out formally later today. Just had a long day. Didn't. I uh, want you to think uh, we were ignoring you. I'm Trent's agent. Have a good day. Let's go. You guys, I'm trying like hell. I am really trying to get Trent on this show. If you don't know, Trent is the guy that started Book It Sports. The story is amazing. He's hilarious. And uh, I think it'd be a dope-ass interview. So we're trying to get back to it. So, uh, Freddie, I, I said Freudy. Freddie, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, Homo Astros fan, what's up? And that's page six. So we're halfway through. That's enough. If I missed you, I love you. I'm sorry. When I see you later in the chat, I shall say hello. All right? I'm already exhausted. 
Um, okay, this chat brought to you by Tourette's Berry. Yeah. Welcome to the program. What are you, new? All right, let's do this. Let's get to some... What do I have any... Uh, do I have any other show stuff? Jen, do I have any other show... I think I got everything, right? Got Alex's birthday. Got the announcement of the t- free timeout. Um, we're going to have a film sash. We talked about the Patreon and the upcoming Very Important Deckhead Party. Uh, by the way, the Very Important Deckhead Party also going to be a watch party for Final Four. <gasps> yeah, baby. What is you, Deb? Why are you pausing me, pimp? Why are you pausing me? Let's go. Let's talk about some sports headlines. All right, this is sports headlines for the day. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh, what is this? Wanted to make... Oh, you're the best, CC. Thank you, sweet thing. I did. I just, yeah. Thankfully. Uh, that's cool. All right, this is sports headlines for the day. You guys are the best, man. I uh, appreciate y'all so much. Um, CJ Stroud said he's leaving OSU and headed for the NFL. There was some talk. There was some... Uh, politicking some gossip some hens pecking some phone uh was it telephone um yeah there was there was talks amongst the folk that he may stay at osu and not come out but uh at the end of the day he has decided that he's going to come out and why not there's talks of there might be you know three or four quarterbacks drafted in the top 15 in this here draft. We talked about it the other day on the show, seven, eight, nine plus the Colts plus the Texans. That's five teams that need a quarterback. I still think Atlanta needs a quarterback. A lot of people argue with me on, uh, 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 social media that they don't. Okay. Ritter's your guy, I guess. Okay. But if you could move up to one, I think you'd do that. Right. Include him in the trade. Why not? Anyways, I digress. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be some quarterbacks going to be moved in the draft. So not really a big surprise. What that rumor was, was probably somebody trying to uh, get him to stay or somebody just acting like they know shit. You know, probably what it was. This is my my guess. Honest to God. Probably what it was is somebody does a show on Twitch. Maybe it's called like Larry on Rick or, uh, or uh, Jerry on Peck. Or um, Terry, Terry on Fleck. That would be Barry on Fleek would be a good okay. Uh, and somebody in their chat was like, "I bet he, I bet he stays." I think I have it on good authority. A source told me that C.J. Stroud's gonna stay, and that source was like, "It was my cousin's uncle's brother's next door neighbor's babysitter's grandma who wrote a letter that she heard it from the janitor of the school where her uncle's cousin's nephew's wife taught substitute two days a year. Nah, that's not enough. Uh, so, yeah, C.J. Stroud shouldn't surprise anybody going to the NFL. Uh, also on this list, Alabama forward Darius Miles charged with capital murder. Oh, slow tide. Hold on. Uh, Cece, cover your ears. This is not good news for the number four ranked Alabama Crimson Tide men's basketball team. This is also not good news uh, for the people involved. Um, he, the, Him and a accomplice were in a car. Um, it came out yesterday that he did it, uh, and that he was involved. It came out today that he supplied the gun to the guy that actually ended up doing the shooting. A young lady was uh, shot and killed in the altercation. Um, 
tragic, tragic news, sad news. I went and looked at the article and I decided to just research it for a change, right? A lot of times you, uh, you hear these stories and you go, oh man, that's just, that's so sad that this guy, uh, you know, shot and killed somebody. What a waste of, uh, of, you know, of athletic ability and a life and, and this and that. But I, I I'm going to probably bring the show down for a second, but I want to show you why, um, stories like this maybe deserve more than sometimes I think we give them. Um, because this is what, this is what happens is we, we hear the story and we all go, damn, he fucked up. What a, what an idiot, what a dumbass. And what we don't think about is the victim. And, uh, I, I just decided to, uh, Google the name of the young lady that was shot. Uh, Jamia Jun, uh, Janai Harris. She is a mom and, uh, that's her five-year-old son in the picture. And when I Googled the name and clicked on the link and I saw that, I was just like, damn, I never, I, I guess I'm guilty. I shouldn't say we, but I'm guilty a lot of times of not really, not really thinking about the other side of this. It's always like about the athlete in my mind, because that's where I get the news from is ESPN, right? It's like, oh, he just threw away his career, but, um, oh, that five-year-old little boy on your screen is going to grow up without a mom now. And that's terrible. And that's tragic. And that's, that's the sad part of this that I think just, at least from a sports world and sports media perspective, just goes by the wayside. Um, so tragic, tragic news. Several lives ruined in this, right? Obviously, the mom lost her life, the victim. Um, Darius Miles' life is probably ruined. The guy that was with him that did the, the shooting's life is probably ruined. But most importantly, uh, Mrs. Harris's young son, his life is now ruined because he's got to grow up without a mom. So pretty tragic, pretty sad all the way around. And um, I don't know why, but I just stopped and was like, yeah, I, I don't think about it. I don't, I guess I need to be better at it. So, um, yeah, Alex said it's just an instant reaction. It is Alex, but I think we've got to, you know, I mean, we end up making it about the perpetrator and not about the victim more often than not. And that was part of my thought was, man, and then me, you, everybody, we're all kind of guilty of that, right? We're all kind of guilty of especially if it's uh, sports related. We, we talk more about the athletes than we do the victims in cases like this. So pretty sad, uh, pretty tragic. Um, Tampa needs a quarterback. That's a good point, D-Bata. NIL money was uh, sounding nice to Stroud. If I'm him, I take the NIL money and stay. Fuck the Texans. They ain't, the Texans ain't take a CJ Stroud. I, I don't believe that to be the case. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Terrence said that that story, that Darius Miles story is like the Ray Carew story. Uh, but it's not. I don't know. So the Ray Carruth story was really a, um, like a love triangle, right? Like that was his, 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 um, I don't know if it was his wife or his, the mother of his child. Um, but it's, um, it was a little bit different. This was about an altercation when they were all out on the strip. So I guess, which is some place where everybody hangs out. Apparently there were these two or the four individuals got into some sort of altercation, a minor 
altercation. And then that's what happened. So pretty tragic. Um, Amos said it's uh, pretty natural to think of the higher profile person because without them, it's not a story. That's a good point. That's a good point. And Cece said it's a good point. I, yeah, but I'm not, I, that doesn't make it right, I guess, right? It doesn't make it right or, uh, but that's a good point. That's probably why it happens. At least we know that. All right, uh, Chargers have fired their OC Joe Lombardi after their playoff collapse. A lot of talk about them having a bad offense. I mean, I did some digging and I looked at some of the numbers and the Chargers defense wasn't all that great. Now, the problem was, and this surprised me, Chargers were really inept at running the ball all year long. Of course, they had second-half collapse after second-half collapse and were outscored and uh, outplayed offensively in the second half uh, amongst a lot of their games. But even with Austin Eckler, this was a team that was unable to run the ball effectively for the most part. Now, at the same time, when you have that big of a lead, who do you blame it on, right? Like, I mean, the defense goes out and gifts you four interceptions, and you score on those, and you, you, you know you're, you're given this lead. But the fact that they couldn't run the ball and have never been able to run the ball was part of the problem. I think they had to rely on the passing game. Joe Lombardi called a lot of passes in the second half when he didn't need to and shouldn't have. But if you can't run the ball, you run the risk of a lot of three and outs and punts and letting them back in the game. So maybe you just play to your strength. I don't know. Uh, it was a big problem, though. They fired uh, Joe Lombardi, and they fired their quarterback coach. And um, I'll, I, I would be shocked. And, yeah, and I'm with you, Katie. I would be shocked if Staley is not gone as well. There's supposed to be a meeting tomorrow. Uh, let me see if I have this right. There's supposed to be a meeting. I thought it was tomorrow. Charge rush attack. No, 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 no. Lombardian day. Um, I thought they said the GM and Staley were going to uh, <clears throat> hold a press conference tomorrow. I can't find it now. Uh, nonetheless, there were some injuries on the offensive line. Um, at, at the you know they had some injuries at receiver. Um. In fact, this article right here, wide receivers Keenan Allen and Mike Williams played only four complete games together. Still, you've got to be able to run the ball, and I think they were the second or third worst in rushing yards per game. So not a not a big surprise when you feel like you're wasting Justin Herbert's, you know, prime years. But you can also blame that defense. They weren't that great. They were bottom third in points allowed. So uh, I, I think there's more blame to go around. It probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, you know, Staley had some issues last year as well. Maybe just clean house and bring in a more, uh, you know, a, a, a coach that's you feel a little more uh, is a little more adequate and maybe a little more comfortable with. Hell, go interview Sean Payton. We just saw that the Texans, he started his tour of interviews with the Houston Texans. He was like, all right, let me get the riffraff out of the way. Let me get this out of the way because I ain't going to do it. I mean, Sean Payton's not coming to Houston. I hate to spoil that for you, Texans. It ain't happening. Now, do they have the draft capital to do it? Yeah, they got two picks in the first round. Saints are probably going to, hell, Sean Payton said it's probably going to take a first round draft pick to get him. His words, not mine. You got two of them. Cool. You pick up a coach. You pick up a quarterback. You got to be feeling good about yourself. I still, you know, like my plan, but Sean Payton and Bryce Young, okay. I kind of dig that. 
if you get it, I don't know. Um, you know, if you can get Bryce Young. However, Texans did interview Sean Payton. Uh, and then next up on the docket is Josh McCown. And then they'll announce his hiring. Just kidding. But don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if it happens. Nonetheless, back to the point. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, I mean, it'd be surprised if they don't fire Staley and interview Peyton, but I do think uh, Sean Peyton would be a great fit for uh, for the for the Chargers. So I would certainly consider it, man. Oh, my goodness, I would consider it. Uh, all right, what have we got over here? Lombardi should be the only one fired. Staley uses get-out-of-jail-free card next season. They will collapse, and Staley will get the boot. Probably, and then they will have missed out on Sean Payton. If you're the owner you got, and GM, you really have to consider that. Do we give this guy one more year? Wasn't it last year when he had a timeout issue that cost him the playoffs? Or uh, uh, what was it last year? Remind me, chat. I know it was some big mess-up. I want to say it was like miss misuse of timeouts or going forward on fourth down when he should have kicked a field goal. I thought that was the case and he, and he cost themselves a trip to the playoffs and then he, this turned around and they turn around and do this again. How do you excuse that? Well, I guess, I mean, I guess they did. I guess he went in and groveled for his job and said, okay, I'll fire everybody. Just, just keep me. So we'll see how it plays out. Also, one more thing. Uh, the sources are saying, Jen, Your Cleveland Browns are going to hire Jim Schwartz as their new defensive coordinator. Now, if that name makes you go, God, that guy sounds like he sucks. Where do I know him from? Yeah, he was the shitty head coach of the Lions. However, dude did win a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Pretty good track record of success as a DC, not as a head coach. So you get a guy like that as your DC, you're you're in good shape. You try to make him a head coach, it ain't going to happen. But they do. that's That's their big move. Okay. Feel like he could have done better. Uh, just don't shake his hand too hard. Okay. Then the Texans beat them to keep them out of the playoffs. Was that who it was? See, now I got to know chatty chat. Now I now Now you know the rest of the story. I want to, I, I, does, I wonder. Uh, pfft. I, how would we look this up? Um, Chargers head coach. Uh, no, let's do. I'm I'm sorry, Brandon Staley. Um, twenty twenty one playoffs. Let's see if that finds a link. Five days ago, two days ago. <laughs> Brandon Staley has a brutally honest admission on playoff loss while the Chargers fire Staley. No, I need something from last year. Did Brandon Staley's timeout cost the Chargers the playoffs? There we go. That's what I thought it was. Uh, Dramatic ending not only lit up social media, but also ultimately sent the Raiders and the Steelers to the playoffs while sending the Chargers home. That's what it was. Uh, it says game was without controversy with a score tied to 32 apiece with 38 seconds remaining in overtime. The chargers called a timeout to stop the clock on third down. It appears as if the Raiders were going to be content with letting the clock run out and settle for a tie, which would have sent both the chargers and the Raiders into the postseason. But the chargers timeout altered the plans of the Raiders. That's right. Now I remember y'all remember that now. Uh, he called the timeout instead of just letting the clock run down. And so they ran a play and scored. And then Bazinga, you go home. 
What a dumbass. I'd have fired the guy then. I think they went in on four to fourth downside of the 20 last year against the Raiders. No, it was the timeout. So uh, we all kind of got it wrong, but we all kind of remembered. At least you knew it was the Raiders. Yeah, so uh, crazy times. So he cost him a trip to the playoffs last year, mismanaging timeouts, and now you've got whatever that coaching job was. So interesting, interesting. And there you go. There's your uh, there's your sports headlines. Okay, we have, let's see. Oh, oh shizzle. Next Thursday. If you want to headline the improv, what? Let's see. The 26th. Mm-mm-mm. Well, look at that. Things are looking up. All right. Let's get into last night's game. Um, uh, Boy, how much fun was that? First of all, can we, uh, can we get a moment of silence, please, for uh, Tom Brady's career? I don't, I don't have any sad music. I don't have any, hold on, let me, can we get a moment of silence for Tom Brady's career, please? Is that possible? Is that? It's not sad, though. I need to go grab it. I gotta find some sad music. I thought I had sad music. I really did. Like I, th- I thought, because I have like the birthday song. I have the breaking news, and then I have the sexy time. But I swear to God, I thought I had like sad funeral music. I thought I grabbed it back on the sports riot days. How did I not? Let's see. Arms dealer birthday song doing dope. I like the way what? I like the way you drink. Oh, that was PJ North. I remember that. Y'all remember PJ North? Um, yeah, let's go. We need some sad music. Music. Let's see. Sad funeral music. We have to do this for the goat. We have to do this for the goat. Let's see what this sounds like. That is not. I wish I was going to hear some of this bullshit. None of this sounds sad. Oh, it's called the Warriors Funeral. Oh yeah, we definitely need the Warriors Funeral for Tom Brady. Uh, let's have a let's have the Warriors Funeral. How do you download this bitch? Download it, ho. Just download it. Uh, hold on, I got this. I got this chat. Chill out. Chill out. Let's see shows. Complain 
about not getting calls like a crybaby in the afterlife. May he find the peace that he so desperately needs when he tuck rules himself in bed at night. <laughs> oh, God. Nailed it. Um, yeah, Tom Brady losing last night. And that was the thing a lot of people were like, Tom Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. Well, whoopty shit. It all comes to an end at some point. And can I just say I am super excited for Dak Prescott? I am. I mean, y'all wrote his ass in this chat. Fans wrote his ass. People were riding my ass on Twitter. Yeah, Tom Brady. Dak is he sucks. Tom Brady's the best. He's a goat. Dak's not a goat. I'm so glad that dude came out and just outplayed everybody. That defense, Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady looked awful. I mean, he looked you know who it reminded me of? Swear to God, don't hate me. Don't hate me. And I, I mean this with all my heart. Do you know what his performance reminded me of on the field against the Dallas Cowboys? Davis Mills. Listen, if you watched as many Texans games as I watched, then you would have recognized the performance we saw from Tom Brady last night on the football field in Tampa against the Cowboys in the playoffs. That was a Davis Mills type performance. And I know what you're saying. You are an idiot, Barry. You, that is the dumbest take I've ever heard, but hold on. Wildly inaccurate. Overthrows, underthrows, dumb interception in the red zone. Stop me if you've heard this before. No rhythm on offense. Getting sacked. Not moving up in the pocket. Not making the throws you need to make. And then, when the game is out of hand, when it's all been decided, we're just waiting for the clock to run out. You go out, you score a couple uh, garbage touchdowns. And people go, well, you still caught it. No. He don't, homie. Brady's done. Father time, finally. Tortoise in the hair, right? Finally caught him, going to win the race. And it always happens. I mean, he wasn't going to play forever. Does this mean Tom Brady's not the GOAT? Nope. Still the GOAT. Still the absolute GOAT. He got that trash-ass team. As bad as they played all year, all the injuries they had, as bad as he played all year, he still willed that team to a some 500 playoff appearance. If that ain't some goat shit, I don't know what is. So hopefully he rides off into the sunset. I don't need to see his ass playing in Las Vegas. I don't need to see him going back to New England for, you know, one more. Let's give it one more. No, Tom, just bro, take your money. Go buy an avocado ice cream plant. Make, you know, make avocado ice cream and, you know, Fuck bitches, get money, talk football on Fox. I, we're good, we're good. Listen, you 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 you're not you maybe not going out on top like Super Bowl on top, but you're still going off as a playoff caliber quarterback. But but homie, it's time. You gotta go. Don't have it anymore. You don't. And they were all like, ah. 
you know, he's still got it. I, that's a lot. Of, he does. Did you did you did you did you watch the game and did you watch this season? I get it. They had a great, you know, they highly rated passing attack. It's because they couldn't run the ball for shit, first of all. But Tom cannot make the throws anymore. He missed so many. And every time I watched the Bucks, every time. Save for that first game against the Cowboys. It just looked bad. So, rest in peace to a the greatest career from the greatest quarterback in the history of professional football of the world, Craig. But it's time. Now, in the meantime, Cowboy fan, you have got to be ecstatic, right? Not only, not only do you exercise the demon of having never beat Tom Brady, you beat him on the road, but you also exercise the the bad mojo that Dak had and that defense had coming into this game. Defense looked great. Pollard looked great. Dak looked great. There was, I mean, that was about as good of a game as the Cowboys could have played. I felt like. I don't know for the games that I watched from them this year that they've played a better game than they did last night. Everything was clicking. Everything. So, you got to be feeling good going into San Francisco. And look, I get it. That's a whole different ball of wax because that is a damn good football team. And you better hope Micah Parsons is healthy as well. But, that was a bloodletting. Here, and I've got got the the numbers to prove it. There you go. 31-14. The Bucs won one category statistically in this game, and it was passing yards. And the reason they won the passing yards category, because they were playing from behind in the fourth quarter, just putting up silly numbers, trying to get back into it. And I want to say this, and I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm not going to sit here and puff my chest out and, uh, you know, pat myself on the back. I'm not going to do that. But last night, yesterday, before the game, somebody sat here on this microphone with this dumb face and said that this game would be decided by both teams' ability to run the ball and stop the run. And it was pretty evident. I tweeted about it at halftime. If you listened to this show yesterday, I gave you the blueprint. I told you. Whichever team can control the run games, offensively and defensively, is going to win this game. Cowboys put up 128, only allowed 52 yards rushing. Bucks could get nothing going on the ground. You didn't have to respect that. Micah Parsons could pin his ears back and get after Brady all game long. The Bucks had to respect Pollard. They had to respect Ezekiel Elliott. They had a really good game, especially Pollard. And that opened up the passing game, I thought. So that went exactly like I thought it was. And we looked at all the numbers. I'm not a genius. I mean, (laughs) but we looked at the numbers. Statistically, they were right there. It told you. Whichever team can figure out how to run the ball against these defenses is probably going to be successful. And I also said, if you're able to run the ball, keep time of possession, you keep Tom Brady off the field. Well, there you go. Statistically, 10 more minutes they held the ball. 
than the Bucks. That's just a recipe for winning. I mean, no turnovers. Dak played a clean game. Defense played a clean game. You know, you get you get Tom Brady to turn the ball over in the red zone. That was a big momentum shift. Brady was upset. He just never had rhythm until the last five to seven minutes of the game. So an absolute ass whooping by the Dallas Cowboys. And if you're a Cowboys fan, man, congrats. I'm happy for you. I know you were looking for something to feel good about. Well, now you got it. Everybody's happy. Today's not the day you want to ask me about the Niners game, though. Just saying. Uh, let's see what you're saying in the chat. Let me uh, let me go read some of y'all's uh, outstanding messages and some of the dumb ones. Uh, not working makes me want to meditate. Oh, yeah. Sounds like music for the mummy. One sec, let me text Dre to get in here. Uh, Brady was throwing to the ground. He really was. Uh, that O-line did play shitty, too, though. I mean, the whole Tampa team played like shit. Y- yeah. He sacrificed his marriage for that. I mean, I don't Heck know if he yeah. sacrificed his marriage for it, but uh, between his divorce and FTX, he needed that money. Okay. Pretty, pretty didn't play great, but his receivers dropped so many fucking balls. Um. The reason they dropped so many balls is because they weren't catchable. There, there was, there were way more instances of them not being in the right, in the right window, right? Like if you throw behind a guy or you're out front, or, I mean, how many balls did he skip in to his receiver? He was just wildly inaccurate. Even the ones that hit their hands. Yeah. And it's your hands. But if you're running and you're reaching back for the ball going full speed, that's a difficult catch. So technically it hits your hands or you have to jump and high point it and not in a good way. Like you're, you're going to tiptoe tap and go out of bounds on the run. Those are difficult catches that your quarterback needs to be more accurate with. Hey, nasty Nate. Thank you for the reason. 11 months, baby. Let's go. So 26 first downs, 425 total yards, 128 rushing, 297 in the air, four red zone attempts, four scores. Uh, we won't even talk about the missed field goals. I mean, we probably should. Jesus. And at some point, you just got to say, screw it and go for two. But he got one in. He got one in. Uh, that game looked two steps faster than Tom all season. I would agree wholeheartedly with that, Amos. I can't believe we're on the same page. Where you got Lamar going next season? That's a good question, Matthew. This is a good question. Um... I think at the end of the day, I think he stays. I think that the Ravens know what they have and they know what they don't. And I, 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 you know, I don't think Huntley's the guy. I think they want to keep Lamar. I think they better get serious about it. But I think they wanted to also see what the market is or was and try to compete. And I don't know. I, I, I you know, is it, do they let it go too far? Do they sour it? But I just feel like both teams are pretty comfortable. Right. And Lamar probably goes first, gets his contract. And then I think Justin Herbert probably goes last. He's ready for an extension or he's up for an extension. He'll probably go last. He don't want to set the market. He wants to be the market. So he'll probably end up the highest paid quarterback in the league. But I think he'll let guys like Lamar go first. Uh, Alex, please use your timeout on Sean's hating ass. What did Sean say? Packers trash, Brady trash. All of me is the Cowboys to lose next week and football Trinity will be complete. I got a feeling he'll sign with New England and retire a Patriot, not necessarily play. Oh, yeah, the one-day contract thing? Yeah, for sure. 
I wanted to cry this morning rewatching it, but dehydrated. Uh, lines at three and a half right now. Just telling you, just telling y'all now in case you feel good about them after last night. Yeah, we'll get to the odds. I've got the bracket here in just a second. Um, that was Dak's best performance with that with the situation. And true, true that, true that. Ah, uh, let's see here. So what's up, sports? I'm good to see you, man. Uh, good thing it wasn't decided by a field goal. Yeah, no shit, right? Herpes, you were spot on. Hey, kiss my ass, McLovin. I said I was in a good mood. I hope you get a fucking hemorrhoid. In fact, I hope. Okay, no, that's disgusting. I'm not going to do that. Well, you got this weekend, uh, Hills Glover and uh, Moreno versus Figgy. Bro, I need to get back into MMA. I really do. I, I, I miss it now, but I just don't have time to watch it anymore. And I really should. Sorry, I got to tie my shoe. I keep stepping on it. Um, I really should. I've been threatening to get really back into it hot and heavy because I have so many resources at my disposal, but I just, I don't know how big the market is on this show. And I, it would almost have to be a second show or podcast that I did. I mean, I could talk about MMA on the show, obviously. And, and we do on occasion, but I'm just not keeping up with it. Let me pull up the card real quick. Uh, let's see. UFC card. That was last time. Is it 283? Oh, yeah. Glover Teixeira. Uh, yeah, see, I don't know Hill. Uh, I know Glover Teixeira well. Uh, yeah, Brandon Moreno. Yeah, see, I, I don't want to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I've kept up with it enough to know. I mean, I know Gilbert Burns. Uh, Andrade versus Murphy should be good. I'll take Andrade and that. Murphy, I know Laura Murphy. In fact, my buddy Bob Perez is her trainer, and she's a tough out. She's a very tough out, but I'll take uh, Jessica Andrade and that one. I know those two at least. And uh, Johnny Walker, I don't know. Is he in the red corner? Johnny Walker, red? Who did it? Who did it? I did that. All right. They do a complete disservice every time they put Johnny Walker in the blue corner. Uh, yeah, and I don't know who Paul Craig is. So I, I I would lie to you, fam, but I don't know half of those names. So I am not equipped to give you an educated uh, opinion on some of those fights. You got the one out of me that I know of. All right, uh, let's see. Back to the chat. How about Cowboys fans cry next week when they get smoked? Sean says, I don't think they'll cry at all, Sean. Uh, they turned it around. They won the wild card round. They beat Tom Brady. They retired Tom Brady, knocked him out of the playoffs. And now they got to go on the road and face one of the hottest and best teams in football. Don't sleep on them. Brock Purdy or no Brock Purdy. That defense is ridiculous. That defense is what's winning. Brock Purdy's getting a lot of love and he's playing really well. But that Niners defense has been the one consistent thing. And then when they added CMC, that was game over for, for a lot of teams, man. So, I, I, you know, I think if you're the Cowboys, and I would ask you, Cowboy fan, have you do you consider this to have been a successful season now? They made the playoffs in a division that had the best team in the NFC with the Eagles. They still made the playoffs. The Giants made the playoffs. Three teams from that division made the playoffs. The Cowboys were amongst them, had some struggles go on the road, beat Tom Brady. They've never beat. That's a win to me. That's a win. So I don't, I don't think that they're, you know, they have nothing to hang their hat about. That's just you being a hating ass hater. That's all that is. 
Uh, let's see. I'm glad they won uh, the way they did. Most embarrassing loss, TCU or Brady's final game? TCU, by far. That's one of the worst losses I've seen in sports in probably the last decade. Just my opinion. But TCU getting beat that bad and looking like that, that was one of the worst in the last decade, at least. Lamar will get franchised twice before he goes anywhere. I always forget about the franchise tag when I talk contracts. I'm just so used to it not existing in basketball and baseball. And I talk mostly baseball contracts, so you're right. That's a great point, Sean. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, more than likely they will franchise Lamar. And they better be nice when they do it. Because they could hold that against them and hold a grudge and not sign. Um, I was wrong about the O-line for sure. Yes, you were. When you Google the yips, Cowboy Kicker face should pop up. True. Dak is now the oldest quarterback in the playoffs. That's insane. Dick really got some great stats. I mean, always bringing great stats to the show. I appreciate you, Dick Willie. Thank you. Why was the Dallas kicker a little sideways last night? I don't know, man. You know what? I mean, sometimes... I'm no sports psychologist, but sometimes when you miss or you you make a mistake, you when you dwell on it, and I'm I look, I'm gonna be totally honest with you, you guys are gonna think I'm a nut and a psycho. What's up, Christy? Good to see you, sweetie. You guys are gonna think I'm a psycho, but I'm I have become in the last four months or so a big proponent of visualization. Um, seeing what you want and putting things out in the universe and manifesting that. And when you are a, a guy like that, Meyer, when you when you're a kicker and you miss and you have all that time to sit on the sidelines and think about missing, and then you miss again, that is a snowball manifestation you do not want to have. It's what happens to, it's what the yips are. It's so mental. It is all mental. And that third miss is so close. Still a miss. I mean, this happened. We saw Rick and Kiel. We saw Chuck Knobloch, um, 10 cup. That's not real, but. I mean, we've seen this. We've seen this happen, and, you know, it's no different here. So I, I you've really got to take a, a hard – if you're the Cowboys, if I'm Mike McCarthy and I'm Jerry Jones, it's a long meeting today. What are we going to do about kicking? Do we make a move? Do we trust him? In a game, do we trust him to win a game? It's not even the extra points for me at this point. Could he make a game-winning field goal from 50, 55? He's got the leg, but does he have the brain? Is he too far gone? That's the concern. Physically, he's fine. It's the mentals. That's the decision you've got to make. Would you go out and get a kicker with a little less range, but a lot more accuracy and mental stability right now i'll be honest with you can you can you go get another kicker right now is that even i mean do, could they replace him on the roster or is it like baseball i'll be honest i don't know 
do they set the football roster for the NFL playoffs and then that's all they can use? Or could they cut him and sign a new kicker right now? Because if that were the case, wouldn't teams go out and sign OBJ? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Brr, brr, brr. Get Nick to do a guest spot and both of y'all can talk MMA. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that kicker probably did some prop bets on himself. Why was the Dallas kicker a little sideways? We got that. Dak smashing his helmet when the kicker missed was Bush League. How, oh, man? All the pressure was on Dak. I mean, I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly, Dick Willie. All of the pressure, everything about the Cowboys, the weight of the world, the weight of the sports NFL football world was on the shoulders of one man. Dak Prescott. They weren't blaming the defense. They weren't blaming the O-line. They weren't blaming Mike McCarthy. I mean, there might be whispers of that shit, but everybody blamed Dak. That's the game. Everybody, the quarterback, they always say this, quarterback and coaches get too much credit and too much blame. And in this case, Dak was consuming a lot of that blame. So when you go out and perform like he did, when you go out and have the success that he did, and your kicker has one job. It's not even the most difficult part of football, making an extra point. Bro, they're not asking you to make 50 yarders every touchdown. I get it. It's not the two-yarder or 12, 17, 19 yards that it was before. It's a little more difficult. You still got to make those. If I'm Dak, I'm just as pissed because I'm like, bro, all the shit that I put up with leading up to this game, the last couple of weeks, all the shit that I had to stay at that podium and just eat. Oh, just shit sandwich after shit sandwich. Nom, 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 nom. All the pressure. And I come out. Do I fold? Do I go? Do I, you know, give what it, the performance that everyone expected and interceptions and bad decisions? No, I come out and I ball my ass off. And you can't even do one damn job? I'm pissed. I'm pissed. And they they had a footage of him going, just fucking go for two. And I don't blame him. I'm tweeting it. Go for two. Do not let this dude kick anymore. I mean, you just knew. You just knew. And by the way, the ovation that the Bucks fans gave him when he made the, the first extra point. That was the funniest ovation oh, in a long ass time. You had the home team cheering for the visitor's kicker because he sucks so bad. That shit was so fucking funny to me. All right. Uh, let's see. Ah, Dak smashing his helmet. Rookie QB greater than Dak. 713-780. Poop. 713-780-3776. Uh, who said a rookie QB was greater than Dak? Oh, Purdy. CMC and Debo and Kittle. Yeah, isn't that... Bro, you could have fucking... You could have Brock Lesnar back there. You could have Purdy woman. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's that's talent. And that defense? Come on, fam. Even if you turn the ball over. Even if you go three and out, I mean, you feel really good that your defense ain't, ain't going to let you down. They're going to do their job and do their part. So uh, it's not a success if you don't win the Super Bowl. Okay. 
That's CeCe saying that. She said, Cowboys, I asked, uh, Cowboy fans, how do you feel? Is this a successful? So are you calling for Mike McCarthy's job? Are you saying that Dak needs to be cut? Are you, is there any changes that need to be made in the offseason, CeCe, if the Cowboys lose? And I don't even know. Like, don't, I don't even want to, I always throw in like a caveat. Like, oh, let's say they get blown out or they lose by one. Just, just in general. Damn whether they get blown out by 30 or lose by one. If the Cowboys lose to the Niners next week, if, I'm not putting it out in the universe. I'm not trying to manifest that for you, Cowboy fan. And CC. What do you uh what is your number one concern going into the offseason? If I'm the Cowboys, I try to move Zeke. I really like Pollard. Why are you playing this two-headed monster bullshit? I know Jerry loves Zeke. It's not the best move for this team. But that's where I would start. Go get some O-line help with Zeke as a trade chip. Uh, brr, 49ers have way too many decent white dudes to be good. It's hard to trust you. Okay. Why? <laughs> Huge absolute white dude is going to put in work. All right. Uh, let's see. Niners are more dangerous than the Eagles. That being said, Cowboys is going to pull off an upset. That's your heart talking, not your head. And I kind of agree with you. Uh, but I, I, I will say with this caveat. Eagles have done it all year. Um, and that Eagles defense is really good. Don't don't you dare sleep on it, Katie. But what's what's Jalen Hurts' status? Is he 100% healthy? Not 80, not 90. Is he 100? That's what I want to know. Ah, Dick Willie, he is so fake loaded with weapons as he wears a choke collar. I don't... Oh, did you just at yourself, Dick Willie? Uh, oh, Kirk Cousins. Got you. Uh, I'm sure there are better kickers in high school around the Dallas area. True. Uh, so update. P. Randizzle, what's up, pimp? So update. I've been at Hooters for hours. I'm hammered dog shit, and we should all get an apartment together when it's all over. <laughs> totally agree. Are you talking to us or the girls? Did you think you texted that to one of the girls, P. Randizzle? Uh, you don't have the time to vet. Uh, you don't have time to vet another kicker while game planning for the Niners. Yeah, but you still know. You still know what they're capable of. Kickers were tailgating with CC. Yes. Oh, P. Randizzle, are you okay? Let's see. Blair. Yeah, they can get a new kicker now. Okay, I'm fine. Too much free time today. Hey, that's a good thing, P. Randizzle. You work your ass off, bro. I want to see the whole team slam their helmet when he throws a game losing interception next time. I mean, why? It's, but that's one, that's one intercept, bro. You can't miss four extra points. Like, I don't know. Uh, Alex, because Barry missed your birthday yesterday. I'll allow it. Oh, nice. Um, it was Davis Mills's fault. The kicker missed. Okay. You guys got to step your game up. Uh, Dick Willie, that's too many words. Stack should have waved his ass off after the first two missed. Right. Just be like, nope, I'm staying out here. I mean, you can come out here. What are you going to run around? Well, you're going you're gonna to run her out because I'm not coming off this field. Hey, get back here, Pollard. Come here. Now we're going for it, fam. Yeah, CD, no, just go. What are we running? I don't know, bitch. Ins and out routes. I don't give a shit. Pollard, run a slant. Yeah, run a, no, I mean, run a wheel route. Like, come on. Like, no, damn all that. Uh, Randall, P. Randall said he kicked that extra point in the fourth quarter. You would have thought of Make-A-Wish kid throughout the first pitch. <laughs> So true. Nobody wants Zeke and that contract. That's the bad part is the contract. 
But maybe you get somebody, maybe you, you know who would? Somebody like the Texans or the Browns. Sorry, Jen. But that's some shit the Browns would do. I mean, not that they need him. They don't. They got that two-headed monster already. But there's some dumbass teams out there would be like, oh, okay. Tidal Wave said it's been a crazy day at work. Uh, I had to drive around town and pull signs off the right of way. Oh, nice. That's got to suck. Uh, Jake Ross said he's ready to go. He's not listed on the injury report today. Oh, good. Good. Lawrence threw three picks in the first half. Team still stayed with him emotionally. True. True, Hugh Dab. Very true. And Jen is now shaking her head at me from a Browns comment. But Jen, you know it to be true. Jen, boo-boo, look me in the eye. We just won. Look me in the eye and tell me the Browns haven't done some dumb shit. Look me in the eye, Jen, and tell me you would not be surprised if they made a move like that. I'm just saying. Look at that. Sean said the Bears are stupid enough to trade for him. They traded their second round pick for uh, Claypool. Oh, there's some there's some dumbass teams out there. Texans are first going to try to trade up to get the pick they should have had all along. <laughs> then they'll take uh, on that Zeke contract. Probably. And that's a, wouldn't that be hilarious if they traded up for the number one pick? Hey, you want a pick swap? We'll go first. Y'all go second. We'll give you nine. Stupid asses. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, all right, so there's uh, there's your breakdown. Cowboys, Bucks, good job, boys. So your AFC playoff bracket is looking like this. Jags moved on, beat the Chargers. Uh, they will face the Chiefs at uh, 3.30 this coming Saturday. On NBC, Jags are an a eight-and-a-half-point underdog on the road against the Chiefs. Over-under in that one is 53. So expect some fireworks. Bills at home to face the Bengals. That is going to be a good game. Also, it's the matchup we didn't get a couple of weeks ago um, after DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest on the field. So they didn't finish that game. Um we're going to get it, and I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a fun game in the playoffs to watch. Uh, I'll say this, and I don't know if they're going to have like a prop bet that you could uh, you could try, but um, I think my opinion, just my little dumb head here, in my little dumb opinion, I think DeMar Hamlin goes to the game, sits in the box. Maybe he doesn't go out on the field. I think he goes to that game. Because one of the inspiration of being healthy enough to do so. And two, I think he wants to be there with his guys, with his team. And what better game to do that with than against the team that it happened against. And I I would also say this. I think the Bengals would actually welcome it. That is a class organization, the way they handled what happened on the field. And I think to a person, they would be they would welcome it and they would welcome him and they would be excited to see him able to go to a football game 
healthy enough at least to go to a football game. So I, I, I think it would be just a wonderful story if we got it. And uh, fingers crossed because, boy, that says a lot about his recovery and where he's at if that happens. I hope it does. Uh, but uh, Bill's favored by five. Uh, Over-under is 48. So there you go. That that, uh, that is occurring on Sunday. That's the early game. So the AFC games are the early games, which I don't really know why. I really think Bengals-Bills might be the best game of the weekend next weekend. Anybody else disagree? It's in Atlanta, Amos, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure they said Atlanta. Uh, Amos asked in the chat, for those of you listening on the podcast later, which, by the way, if you're unable to watch live, you can always catch Barry on Deck on podcast later, wherever you download your podcast. Although, I don't think I've uploaded one in a long time. All my podcast peeps are probably like, what gives Laminac? Where's our podcast? When's the last time I did a podcast? Show 594. I haven't uploaded five. Boy, I bet the podcast downloads are just shit right now. Uh, but yeah, so Amos asked, uh, where is it supposed to be? Let me pull up uh, the Espen. I'm pretty sure Atlanta. Uh, but I've been known to be wrong a time or 20. Let's see. Sketch. Div round. Uh, Lincoln Financial. Fit. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. Yep. Uh, oh, New York. No, that's not. That's not right. It says they're playing it in uh, at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. Uh, I didn't think that to be the case. I thought this game was supposed to occur uh, in Atlanta. Was I mistaken? I mean, this says... Uh, ESPN says, um, let me Google this. Hold on. They want down and say, go Bengals. Yeah. Uh, what will the NFL? Hey, what's up? Average Joe and American Don. If that is your real name. Uh, oh, it's the AFC championship game, uh, is played in KC in, oh, if KC and Buffalo plays in Atlanta. Got it. So it is a home game for the bills. Okay. I thought I knew it was Atlanta. I just didn't know what game. I couldn't remember. <sighs> About canceling the. Uh, let's see. Hold on. NFL home game scenarios with the Bengals Bills not playing. Let's see what it says. NFL reveals playoff scenarios. Um, I I read this. I just didn't retain it. Let's see. First time in eighty-seven years the NFL fully canceled a regular season game. So, key week 18 scenarios, if the Ravens win and there's a rematch with the Bengals and the wild card, a coin flip decides the location. If the Bengals win, they host the wild card. If Bills and Chiefs lose and Bengals win, the AFC title game would be at a neutral site if the Bengals make it. If Bills and Chiefs lose and Bengals win. Uh, Okay. Bills end with a home game against the Patriots. Uh, Yeah, okay. So, scenario one, Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie a Buffalo and Kansas City Championship game would be in a neutral site. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, and Baltimore wins or ties. A Buffalo Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Scenario three: Buffalo Kansas City both lose, and Cincinnati wins. Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. So it is the championship game. Well done. If Baltimore defeats Cincy, and if there's two clubs are scheduled, all right, cool. Uh, well done, Average Joe and American Don. If that is your real name, uh, well done indeed. 
right. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? That over is tempting. Yeah, so that's your that's your AFC playoff bracket. NFC playoff bracket looks like this. Eagles at home. Favored by seven and a half over the New York football giants, as they say. Over under that is 48. That's on Fox on Saturday at 7.15 p.m. The uh, late game on Sunday goes off at 5.30. Niners. Yeah. Uh, chilling guy. Oh, Heck shit. Yeah. P. Red Dizzle's drunk subbing. Heck yeah. Yo. Heck Dizzle. Yeah. Holy shit. All right. Heck Niners, yeah. Cowboys. Uh, that's the late game on Fox Niners by favor yeah. by four 46 and a half is the over under. Oh my God. Heck yeah. P Ray Dizzle said, let's throw this bitch off the rails. Heck yeah. Uh, I can finally say we didn't boys because they want a playoff game. Jags plus 3,300. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, we did Super Bowl odds the other day. P Ray Dizzle with a 10 spot. Heck yeah. P Ray Dizzle. With, by the way, did I get Nasty Nate's resub? If I didn't, Nasty Nate, I'm sorry, fam. Thank you for the resub. P. Red Dizzle. Coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. Uh, 10 gifted subs to the community. At first, I was like, oh, shit. Chelly God from Book It showed up. Uh, P. Red Dizzle gave out 10 gifted subs. Here's who they went to. Chelly God from Book It. Uh, J. Cole Tack. Miggums, happy birthday, Miggy. It's not his birthday, it's just a bit. Tony the Handsome got a gifted sub. McLovin got a gifted sub. Uh, Ash Vandalay, who popped in the other day, she got a gifted, uh, gifted sub. Victor C.H. Victor Ch. Yeah. Hey, congrats, Victor. Uh, Average Joe, American Don, got a gifted sub. Kinman and Spades789. If that is your real name. P. Randizzle. Get a man. P. Randizzle out here drunk subbing. I love it. I love it. He said, let's go off the rails, shall we? Well, he said, shall see. I think he meant, shall we? <clears throat> but he's three sheets to the wind. P. Randizzle, how much have you drank, sir? How many alcoholic beverages have you consumed? Donna, thank you for the 50 bits, sweetie. Ah, sweet, sweet Donna. Uh, I saw old fashioned take the agave nectar left at the bottom of it, dump it into a Topo Chico live seltzer and mix her up. You are welcome. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is, uh, what does Tidal Wave Sports say? Jen said, look for an email from me this week. Oh, Tidal Wave just joined the Patreons. Let's go, fam. Welcome to the damn dirty deckhead club, my friend. You are a VID, a very important deckhead. Uh, yeah, so Jen's going to get with you. We'll get some info from you. We'll get some swag out to you. Jenny, his mom, will take care of that. Uh, and we appreciate you, man. Thanks for supporting the show and supporting me as an independent creator of whatever it is I create. Um, what was this? Yeah, there you go. P. Randizzle coming through. Hot. All right. Oh, wait. What was that? Oh, shit. Damn it, Chapo! Chapo did a shoe check. Stop. 
Uh, can we talk for a second, chat? I was, I was really, really hoping. Chapo, welcome to the show, by the way. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, <clears throat> I was, no, Chapo said he ain't got no shoes on. No, no. Uh, I, I was just, I was just hoping nobody did a shoe check today because, well, as y'all know, I, I try to match. I wore black. It's got some green. It's got some blue. It's got some yellow, but it's also got some red. And uh, when I looked in the closet, I was like, you know what? After yesterday, I feel like being comfy today. And uh, so I went out and uh, or I went into the closet and I got some shoes. And I'll be quite honest with you. I don't think I'm allowed to wear these shoes anymore. I need a ruling, okay? I need a ruling from the chat. No, not Crocs. Be handing what's up, pimp? Not Crocs. I uh <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I allowed to wear these still? So I got my Yeezys out. And uh, they're black, they're red, they're white, they match. Boom, 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 no problem. But I, I really don't know. I really don't know if I'm allowed to wear these anymore. Chat, what say you? Let's let's do a poll. Everybody climb on my poll. God, they're so comfortable though. <laughs> D-Modest have burned them bitches. Listen, you kiss my ass. These motherfuckers cost a lot of money, Dimata. I had to buy these hoes aftermarket. This was back when I had a job. <sighs> All right, let's do a poll. New poll. Am, let's see. Am I, or should I say, are we, uh, are we allowed to still wear Yeezys? How do you spell it? Is it I-E-S or apostrophe S? I think it's a... I'm going apostrophe S. By the way, if you haven't seen uh, Dave Chappelle's monologue on Saturday Night Live, uh, when he did the... DR underscore Dre underscore on underscore 290. CC, you are such an asshole. We're going to get to that. Uh, all right. So am I allowed to still wear Yeezys? Yes. No. Uh, five minutes to vote. I just need to know. Is this okay? Is this okay? Now let's get to a order. Order in the court. Order in the court. This is my gavel. It's just a. Let's sit down, bailiff. I will have you guys removed if everybody didn't calm down. I will have order in this court. <sighs> Cece has used her uh, channel points to time out Dr. Dre on 290. Uh. <laughs> Because he shows up. I'm, I, did I miss the doctor is in intro? Uh, I did not. He just popped in. First first one right off the rip. He says, uh, 
Man, it hurts to be wrong, but I'll take it. The champ is here. No, player, you don't. You can't. You can't talk all that shit about Dak and the Cowboys, and then show up on the same show where you talked all that shit and be like, ah, "I told y'all." You don't get to do that, CC. I salute your timeout. I support your timeout because not only did he talk shit about Dak, but that's his team. No faith. That's funny as shit. I mean, that, that, is, that is super funny. Uh, thank you, Chapa. I appreciate you. Uh, what animals were present at the manger? Some may say sheep and cows, but I know it was lamb and yak. I meant to hit the zoom in and I hit the breaking news. Some would say lamb and yak. That's what I meant to do. That didn't work. I I wish I flatline. Uh, So uh, go vote in the poll. Am I still allowed to wear my Yeezys? Yes or no? Uh, Let's see. Are we caught up? Recipes to Dre. Where's his gavel? I, I just gaveled the shit out of it. What did Dre do? People still listen to R. Kelly. I guess you could still wear them ugly ass shoes. Bitch, how dare you? These are not ugly. They're comfortable as hell and they're uh, very attractive. Very attractive. Um, It is don't know a choice. No, Donnie, you have to vote. Yes or no? That's the problem with this country. Pick a side. I mean, don't. No, it's not the problem with this country, but. Um, <laughs> I still thought we were going to lose at the two-minute mark, heel said. Okay, yeah. Uh, hey, what's up, Shock? Good to see you, Pimp. Shock, are you off today? Is this the day you're off? I, I never heard from you. I, uh, I'm i going to be so mad if you say yes. You're going to have to join me, uh, my friend. I swear, I swear to everything holy. I'll punch you in the gullet. Uh, oh, 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 shit. Okay, well, you know... Boy, that is short notice to try to get up. <sighs> oh, you're working. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Wrong, but shut up, average Joe. What does this say? Uh, sounds like a big horn sheep. Okay. Breaking news. Oh, yeah, with Belinda. Shock, 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 shock. You know how I voted. I know. Why are we talking about the playoffs when we could be talking about the Detroit Lions? <laughs> Let's talk about the Lions, man, because I mean, look, I'll say this about your Lions, okay? All right, Kleeshreen. Kleeshreen? How do you say it? Kleeshreen or Kleeshreen? So wow, the disrespect. How am I saying? Am I saying it right? Clay, Kleeshreen or Kleeshreen? Clear it up for me, sir and or ma'am. Barry, if you're happy and Yeezys make you happy, that's all that matters. Well, thank you, McLellan. I appreciate that. Man, some days I just don't like people, Hugh Dab. What happened? What happened, Hugh Dab? No, the Lions are not fool's gold. 
Uh, sure. I don't even know. However, you would pronounce Kyle without the Y. Cly? Kill? Clee? Clut? Shreen? I'm just going with Shreen, okay? We're just going with Shreen. And I disagree with Sean. The Lions are not fool's gold. However, I still don't trust Jared Goff. I'll tell you that damn much. I mean, uh, could you imagine what a Moss Ross St. Brown would be with a legit top tier, top five quarterback? Er, my God, the kid would be unstoppable. Dan Campbell had the Lions playing above expectations. I don't want to speak too soon because there's a whole offseason you got to go through. I'm worried that Lions fans might be in for a huge letdown next year. But we shall see. Um, I was going to post something on the Discord about Myers kicking, but I knew CC was going to be waiting today, so I thought better. That's a smart man, uh, heartthrob. Philip, nothing you could say could hurt me worse than Maher did. True. Uh, I'm sad about probably losing Ben Johnson. I'd rather get rid of Dan Campbell and make Ben Johnson the head coach. Dude, they love playing for him. There's something to be said for that. Look at look at the Titans, right? The Titans don't have a ton of talent, but they play like they do. They're a good football team, but it's because they rally around Vrabel. They want to play for Vrabel. They would run through a wall for Vrabel. And I think a lot of the Lions feel the same way about Dan Campbell. There's something to be said for that. There's value in that. There's value in... Why do you think coaches lose their job when they, quote, lose the locker room? Because that matters a lot, a lot. Think about your, if you worked for a boss that you hated and you didn't want to work for, you ain't putting in your best effort. And the same is true on the football field. So don't, un, don't uh, you know, underestimate what being just a good motivator and a, and a player's coach means uh, to a football team. Dan Campbell's done a pretty damn good job. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, I would never hitch my wagon at golf. Then again, my team sucks. Yeah. Uh, the most over is that the most ever most ever voted on the poll? Oh, what do we have? Is it over? Is the poll over? Did you guys get off my poll finally? Poll ended. View results. No, twenty six is not the most we've ever had vote on a poll, but it was close. It was close, <clears throat> and according to the chat. Are we still allowed to wear Yeezys? Yes or no? 58% of you said no. 15 votes. 42% of you said yes. 11 votes. Yet. Man, you know what? I'm getting old. Like, I can't turn my head. Like, I, it doesn't work. I gotta, I gotta get on like a, I gotta, I gotta limber up. Man, I, I, I'm stiff. Save your boner jokes, chat. Hey, look at Josh. What's up, hooligan? Good to see you, pimping. Um, Donna to Dre. He thinks I'm broke. Let's see. Uh, CC from Dre. CC has lost Astros ticket privileges. <laughs> from Dre. Dre told Donna CC has lost her Astros privileges for 2023. Damn. 
<laughs> he thinks I'm broke. Nice. Uh, is that the most ever? Okay. No, I'm just saying CC ain't broke. She came here. We had dinner and she paid for it. Okay. Her company paid for it. Uh, didn't Urban Meyer lose his job after he lost the locker room? Yeah. Good point, Josh. Damn good point. I didn't know it was a poll. I put my message in the chat. I said, yes. Thank you, Hills. Don't shoot the messenger. If your joints are stiff, Barry, don't roll them so tight. Alex Villanueva, if you've ever wanted to use your timeout, now would be a good time. Hill's going to make these corny-ass jokes for the next hour and 20. Lock him up! But another thing. Lock him Oh, did I tweet out the show? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, hey, Cisco, thank you for the tweet, buddy, on the socials. Retweet. Hey, uh, how about no dickheads? Why is Uberito tweeting me? That's so stupid. Hey, Barry, come back and visit us. Hey, how about don't spam me on Twitter, assholes? That tweet was from Feb 2020. Oh, that wasn't the time from the Sunfest. There was once a time back in my radio days when we did a thing called Sunfest down at the beach. And I got shithouse drunk. Tried to pick up an intern and fell face first into the sand, covered in sand. And then we all got on the bus to drive back to the radio station. But we stopped to eat and we went to Uberito and I wandered off into a Forever 21, never to be found again. I'm still there, lost in a sea of yoga pants and skinny jeans. Uh, just drawn, drawn faces on cantaloupes. <clears throat> uh, go fuck yourself, Uberito. I don't give a shit about your spam tweets, you jerk-ass jerks, unless you want to sponsor Barry on deck. Call me. <laughs> that was an O when you face, but yes, yes. For sure. Uh, better pick up lines next time for for interns. Hills, you are the worst dad joke. You're worse than Total Dallas. Uh, no, I wasn't trying to pick them up. I'm married and I'm too old. They was just We were just fucking around. She was like, my feet are, it's the sand is hot. I was like, come on, bitch, I'll get you a ride. And then she jumped on my back and I just went. <laughs> and she was like, never mind. And I was like, because <laughs> I had sand in my mouth. Uh, Clay Shreen said, uh, I'm trying to recapture my magic from betting on Corbin, Corbin Burns at plus 4400 for the 2021 Cy Young. I'm trying to figure out who to bet for 2023. I'm thinking, uh, Julio Urias. Ugh. God, let's look at Cy Young candidates for 2023, shall we? Uh, who we got? Who we got as options? Cy Young candidates 2023. Uh, uh, here you go. Cy Young odds. Let's see. Why are we doing this? Well, because, you know, got to make the new guys happy. You know what? You know what? You know what? Here's what we're going to do. I'm only going to give you my opinion if you hit follow. Have you followed the show yet, Klee? If that is your real name, are you following the show, my friend? If you're not following. I shan't give you my oh, fantastic, amazing baseball opinion. But if you are, I will. 
Um, in the meantime, while you decide if you're following or you hit the follow button, I'll pull up the odds. Wow, everybody, boy, that's a lot of plus 500s. 2022. Uh, no, okay, 2023. Oh, boy. Uh, Caesar's the only one that has odds up right now. Uh, by the way, Urias plus 1,800. Ooh. Uh, are you looking for value or just trying to trying to cash in? Oh, those are too much. No. Is there a guy down at the bottom? No. Charlie Morton? No. God, no. No. Syndergaard? No. Stroman? No. Taylor Walker? Okay, so we're going to stay at the top. Um... Burns, Verlander, Alcantara, Scherzer, Nola are your top five odds-wise. I still don't see no follow. He still hasn't followed. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give him the answer until he follows. Hey, what's up, Broncos 1967? Good to see you, pimp. Uh, following says January 4th. I'm old. Oh, Nice. I shall give you my answer. Now, it's not good odds. Um, I really like Max Scherzer. I really like Max Scherzer. Bur- Corbin Burns is a plus 500. Verlander's a plus 500. Sandy Alcantara is a plus 600. Max Scherzer's a 700. And Aaron Nola's plus 1,000. Max Freed, although I really like Max Freed too, at plus 1,200 if you're looking for some value. I like Max Freed at plus 1,200, but... Let me tell you why I think Scherzer. One, I don't think they're going to give Justin Verlander another Cy Young, no matter how well he pitches. And I'll be honest, I think Justin Verlander's in for a pretty big letdown next season. Uh, But when you look at Scherzer and you look at the way that team is built, that equals a lot of wins. Uh, So I like Scherzer at plus 700. That's me. All right. If you lose, don't blame me. Um, let's see. Hold on. Let me see something here. Uh, last year he finished. Yeah, two twenty nine. Yeah, so ridiculous. He's so good, man. Two twenty nine ERA, eleven and five. Um, game started twenty three. Yeah, so I think that number goes up too. Started thirty in twenty twenty one. Um, yeah, that'd be his fourth Cy Young. I think the Mets are going to be pretty big stat hogs next year. So I like it. I like it. Twitch teaching us to follow and to not lead. Shut up. Oh my God. Texas interviewed Rams tight end coach. Is that true? Uh, we talked a little bit at the beginning of the show about them interviewing Sean Payton. Calm down. Sean Payton is not going to be the next head coach of the Houston Texans because they do dumb shit like that. They interviewed tight end coaches from the Rams and David Culley from the Ravens and fucking Josh McCown from the high school for the performing arts and our sister of the merciful but slow or whatever the fuck he coached at. They're not going to do the smart thing. They're not going to do it. It's too much ego in Nick Casario's office to do the smart thing. Um, 
Let's see what else. Okay. Uh, Cliche said, uh, Shreen said, are you a fan of NFL teams hitting retread NFL coaches, NFL systems who haven't been head coaches or college head coaches? That's a great question. And uh, I've, I've made it pretty clear. I'm a fan of good coaches. What I don't understand and what I don't like is the retreads, right? For example, the Romeo Cornells of the world, the Lovey Smiths of the world, the, the, um, I mean, we just saw Jim Schwartz get a DC job. I'm good with that if you bring them in as coordinators. But as far as head coaches, far too often in any of the sports, NFL, MLB, NBA, it's always a retread, right? Because they have the experience. But look at the teams that are having the most success. There's two key components in the NFL that they have. Young football minds, offense or defense, and good young quarterbacks. Those are the teams that are winning. Now, are there some guys that have a ton of success that are, oh yeah, Doug Peterson's having some good success. No one would consider him a young football mind, right? Sean Payton, a fantastic head coach. Anybody would be lucky to get Sean Payton. Belichick, I mean, there's still some. But I'm of the uh, camp that if you can't get one of those guys, right, one of the tried and true proven winners, not a retread that gets run off just because, like, now we still don't know what Sean Payton is going to be without Drew Brees. I still think, though, he's good. But I would rather, like, and I'll say, and let me throw in another name real quick for you, Shreen, uh, Mike Tomlin. Oh, my God. If, you never, if you're new to the show, I love me some Mike Tomlin. I am a huge, I'm like a Mike Tomlin stan. Oh, my God. That's the guy. I mean, like, if 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 he came available, I would do anything in the world to get Mike Tomlin as my head coach. But I don't consider him a retread. I consider him one of the greats with a great track record, right? To me, retreads is when you go out and you get, um, like I said, the two examples I gave you, Lovey Smith, Romeo Cornell, guys that have had some modicum of success, but never anything substantial where you go, wow, skin's on the wall. Okay. So I'm of the, I mean, I like the, I like the Kyle Shannon hands of the world. You know, I like the Mike McDaniel of the world. I like the, uh, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury was a stupid hire, but I like guys that came up and, and, and show a ton of, uh, have shown a ton of success. That's why Eric Bieniemy scares me a little bit. I don't know how good he is without Andy Reid, you know. And look, how good is Byron Leftwich going to be? Damn, God, could you imagine, Dre? Jeez, I just want to cry. That would be as a Texans fan. Like, that would be your Cornell, Cully, Lovey Smith, Rams tight end coach, and before that, Bill O'Brien. Ah, so mad. Uh, Shree said we're on the same page. Why are we so much smarter than everyone else? It is a burden, Shree. I look, I get it, man. You know, some dudes walk around, they got a big old hog in their pants. Some dudes have big balls. Some dudes have big muscles. You and me, we have all that and a big brain. Ugh. I mean, to be this handsome and this smart at the same time, <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't know. 
Uh, I better not see a post about Josh McCown getting interviewed. Oh, I swear to God, I tweeted it already. I already tweeted it. I'm telling you right now, they might do it in private. Be like, hey, meet us at church. We're going we're gonna to play some hoops in the gym. And then right after prayer circle, and we're going to run to 21, uh, you know, because sevens, that's the, the Lord's number anyways. We definitely ain't running to 6, 16, 18, or any of that. That's all sixes. Uh, but right after prayer circle and some hoops, Josh, we'll talk about you being the next head coach of the Houston Texans. Now, I will say, I will say that that's probably, that was probably a pretty heavy dose of Jack Easterby pushing that narrative for Josh McCown. I kind of feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of feel like uh, Nick Casario was probably like, really, Cal, you're going to listen to this redfish, bluefish motherfucker bringing this dude? This is dumb. Let me bring in a former Patriot like we talked about. <laughs> Which is also dumb, by the way. Just it's a different dumb. All right, what's going on? Why is Donna? Uh, why is Donna having to wreck shop in the chat? What are you guys doing? Do I need to come in? Don't make me come in there. I swear to God, I'll time this whole show out. Dusty is a retread, but almost uh, always had a job. Take notes, lovey. It's because he did not suck. Yeah, Dusty's a retread, but Dusty, you know, look, Dusty to me, and this happens on occasion, but Dusty was always highly regarded. The big knock on Dusty was, ah, they'll wear out your bullpen. Other than that, other than that, I didn't have the, I didn't have the mouth hole on my mouth hole. I was drinking it backwards. Other than that, I mean, Andy Reid was considered a flop and a bust before he went to KC and got Patrick Mahomes. Remember that? They ran him out of Philly on a rail. Jay Cross, don't at me. They could not wait. Bro, they couldn't. Halfway through the season, Steelers fans wanted to get rid of, of uh, 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 Mike Tomlin. When teams suck, that's the natural inclination of fans. And, you know, Philly kept having playoff failure after playoff failure. Over and over. And so they run him out. They run in Chip Kelly of all people. And all Andy Reid does is go to say KC. Geniusly drafts Patrick Mahomes. And the rest is history. And by the way. Just like in, in the NFL where a head coach is really only ever going to be as good as his quarterback. Let's be real. Now, can bad head coaches fuck up with a good quarterback? Yeah, look no further than the Chargers. But can a really good to great to elite quarterback make a, a head coach who has not had a lot of success all of a sudden look successful and great? Absolutely. But to me, I liken it like this, right? Belichick is kind of like pop uh, in the NBA or kind of like uh, 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 Phil Jackson. You got one of the greatest players of all time. You better win a bunch of championships. That's a great marriage. Good for you. It's a great relationship. You're Andy Reid, and all of a sudden you got Patrick Mahomes. You better win. And then there's other coaches. Like, to me, Mike Tomlin is a lot like Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra seems to win, at least at the very least, be very competitive, no matter who's on the team, right? You could have a big three with LeBron and 
and and and win championships, and then all that goes by the wayside, and all you have, and I say all, is a Jimmy Butler, and without depth a few years ago, and still win. So to me, that's what Mike Tomlin is. He's like an Eric Spolstra. He's an in his prime great coach. And then there's some of the guys that are considered to be really good, smart head coaches. They just had shit to work with. Andy Reid, Belichick in Cleveland. So I, you know, it, it's a it's a catch twenty two. You know what I mean? Like Dusty Dusty Baker had a ton of success. He just had a ton of failures in the playoffs and then in the postseason. But again, I'll always use the example. So did Andy Reid. And now Andy Reid is the darling of coaches in the NFL. All of a sudden, I guarantee you, if you Googled Andy Reid playoff failures, you're going to find just story after story of where they just talk shit about he can't coach, he's washed, he doesn't know what he's doing. How quickly we forget. So That's what I said. Andy Reid was ran out of Philly. Are you listening? Are you disagreeing with me, Dick Willie? Um. Okay, yeah, I agree. Okay. I was like, what? What the fuck? Like, I just said that for like five minutes in a hundred different ways. Um, Shreen said, my favorite head coach candidates are the uh, assistants who are having success without generating talent. Oh, generational talent. I'm not a enemy fan because he's riding Mahomes' coattails. Uh, that's why Ben Johnson is success. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. Like, you know, left which the same kind of way. I don't know, man. I, you know, I'm not going to say I know what every coordinator is and is, is not doing and all this. I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not that hip uh, to what every coordinator is and how good they can and could be. But I'll tell you what, I know a good head coach when I see one. And I, I say this on the show a lot for those of you that have been around my OG decades and have been here from the get-go. You've heard me say it a ton. Just because you have a bad season or you lose, coaches don't forget how to coach. Do they lose the locker room? Yeah. Do they make bonehead decisions? Sure. But coaches don't forget how to coach. Do players forget how to play? Their skill set can diminish. And you don't control win, right? I mean, look at Meyer. He got the yips. So... I think good coaches are going to be only as good at the end of the day as their players. In rare instances, Spolstra, Spolstra uh, Pop has done actually a pretty decent job in San Antonio with much ado about nothing, right? Um, and uh, Tomlin. So I, I, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is like Bill O'Brien control freak. Yeah, that's what scares me. Dre said Ben Johnson should be number one. I Yeah, I'm fine with that. Hey, what's up, Clarence? Good to see you, pimp. Good to see you, fam. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, that's... Uh, all right, we got way off track. I still have a lot of shit to discuss. Let's get back on track. Um, we're going to use all these slides I made. So there goes the... We did the AFC bracket. And the uh, there, there's your brackets of games this weekend. There's your NFC bracket. Um, uh, Alex's birthday's out of the way. Let me ask you a question, chat. Here's a non-sports question. Let's not talk sports for a second. Let's not talk sports for a second. <laughs> Shreen said, my DRL is complete. Glad to be of service. Well, now you got to hang out and finish the show with us. We go for another hour. Don't you be leaving yet. Uh-uh. 
Uh, all right, chat. I found this on Twitter. It didn't get a lot of views. I don't even know how it ended up on my timeline. I think somebody might have replied to it and I saw it or whatever. But I thought, wow, what an interesting uh, question. Here's the interesting question. Uh, is Dre really mad? What is uh, Dre's not mad. Dre would never get mad. <laughs> Dre said, don't tell her hello. She timed out a motherfucker for no reason. Dre's pouting. I love it. I, cowboy fans. It's like watch a mom and dad fight. No. Oh, the two biggest cowboy fans in the chat are fighting. Oh. Ah. Ah. Uh, Pick said cowboys are winning outright. Mm, slow down, player. Slow down, Bobo. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about, we're going to do our picks on this uh, Thursday. I'm going to make you wait till the last show. So I'll do all my picks. By the way, I got to, I got to real quick. I got to brag. I got to brag on the, uh, the, the Laminator 5000 for those of you new to the show. Don't know what that is. It is my proprietary uh, formula that I created for wagering. On NFL games, um, let's let's take a gander at how we did, shall we, class? I know a lot of you may or may not give a shit. Listen, uh, I put a lot of work into this bad boy, so we discuss it. If you if you're not on board, if you're not using it, that's your own dumbass fault. That ain't mine. Pierre and Diddle said NFC East is basically the playoffs, strongest division of the league. I mean, look, who would have thought that, right, Rand P. Randizzle? What, a year or two ago where they were the worst team in, in football or the worst division in football by far? And now they got three teams. Three of the four have made it to the divisional round. Pretty crazy. Uh, Brock Purdy never going to lose a game, right? Uh, he's definitely going to lose a game. Uh, new Twitter is weird. I didn't What's going on with the new Twitter? What's going on with the new Twitter? Miami announced their opponents list for 2023 today. They're in KC next year, and that's about a three-hour drive from me. Oh, nice. Y'all are crazy for betting on pro games. Too much parody. I love college. Ooh, no, I stay away from college. I, can't, I don't trust them kids. Too many, too many wild cards in college. Eh, some of them kids don't give a shit. All right, so what was I doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Don't you know? So here's the Laminator 5000. Let's see how we did. Um, wild card weekend. Here was our picks. What the hell? Bro, where'd my picks go? <gasps> what the fuck? Oh, I was like, what the freaking flip flower and flip flackle wrestle flackum. Black flackle, black. let me hide all this. We don't need this bullshit. Point score, points allowed, point. Nah, we don't need that. Hide. All right, so here's how we did. Uh, the spreadsheet. Uh, I thought non-sports. I know it's coming. I, I just wanted to get this out of the way before I forget. Uh, I promise, B-Hannon. I got, and I think it's going to be really cool, so stick around. Don't go nowhere. This I have a question for you guys to answer in the chat. And I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see what people say. Uh, all right, so the spreadsheet picked Seattle to cover, Jacksonville, Miami, the Giants, uh, the Ravens, and the Cowboys. 
And wouldn't you know, the spreadsheet got five of six right this week. What? That really surprised me because all it is is a formula. It doesn't take into account weather or road or being on the road, injuries, none of that. It's just formulaically how would these teams match up five and one that's pretty damn good if you if you were to go against this if you were to bet against the spread and follow the spreadsheet you would have one big this weekend if you had to listen to me you would have broke even i went three and three uh spreadsheet for the over unders um went four and two it, and boy everything was over except the last game but literally, look at that, 64, 61, 65 totals. You had a 55 and then a 41. And that 41 was still over. Because at the time I did the sheet, it was 40 and a half. So there you go. Spreadsheet went four and two on the over-unders and uh, five and one against the spread. Bringing the spreadsheets total. I'm still beating the formula. But a 5-1 wildcard weekend made it close. The spreadsheet has now been accurate 55.5% of the time this season since week six. I, ya boy, has been right 55.75% of the time this season since week six. I did miss a week, but that's okay. Uh, and I went 3-3, three and three, like I said. There you go. There's your against the spread, or excuse me, over-under. Spreadsheet kind of bouncing back now. The formulas are at 50.26% for the over-under. Only really bad thing right now is these uh, against the spread variances, which I'm not really going to explain, but uh, yeah, the, the over-under variances is doing pretty good at 53.49, and this against the spread variances not hitting. Bunch of offers in there. And that's not good. It did go two and one, though. Uh, Dick Willie said San Francisco versus Bills plus 600. Niners, Jags plus 3,500. Cowboys, Jags plus 6,500. Philly, the Eagles plus 6,500. I don't know what that. What do you, what do you, uh, I don't, I, I couldn't see it. Let's see. I couldn't see it. Uh, plus 18,500. I don't see what that was. Uh, so there you go. And then I have already kind of gone through, and we'll go through. Um, all the picks for the divisional round. We're not going to do that today. Oh, those are the odds. Yeah, we, I had the odds before the wild card round. Gotcha. Ah, uh, Super Bowl matchups. Okay, so there you go. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You went through all the different combinations that could be. Gotcha. Yeah, Niners, Bills. You know, it's funny, um, my picks, I think when I sat down, I don't even think I published them, but I think when I sat down, I think I chose, uh, did I choose Niners Bills or Eagles Bills? I gotta go back and look at that. I did do some picks. Let me see real quick. Shows, uh, where did I start doing my Super Bowl picks? That wasn't it. Did I not add them here? you rascally wabbit, you. Why would you not? No, I guess I didn't. Hmm. Hmm. Could be. What is this? Oh, that was just Super Bowl odds per team. No, that was NFL MVP odds, NFC playoffs. Okay, yeah, I didn't do the picks. But I, I had the Bills advancing. Uh, uh, that was just, I don't know. I'm just I'm just riding the Bills for some damn reason. But I want to say I had either Eagles or Niners 
coming out of the NFC? I couldn't remember. I kind of went chalk for sure. All right. Uh, here we go. Non-sports. I promised it. I shall deliver for you, B. Hannon, because I love you. All right, here you go. Here's some non-sports. This is serious replies only. I'm not looking for no bullshit. I want honest, honest opinions, chat. Do honest people lie? I saw this on Twitter. And, uh, hey, appreciate that, Terrence. Shreen said, my brain is broken. Yeah. Uh, sweet chili pistachios are nothing to play with. Oh, okay. Do honest people lie? It feels like that's a uh, like a play on words or an oxymoron or a, I don't know what the what the right word would be. Do honest people lie? What say you, chat? And it's not a vote. It's not a it's not a I want opinions. I want I want you to tell me why you feel the way you feel about it. I'll give you my opinion. I'll tell you what I think about it, but I want to know what you think. I want to know. I want to see what the, some of you guys have to say about this. So the question is, do honest people lie? And I think part of the, the brain teaser or the conundrum is, can you call yourself honest? If you lie, if you lie, are you an honest person? And I think you almost have to get kind of down to the rudimentary definitions. So let's let's look at what is the definition of honest. Uh, excuse me. And what is the definition of a lie? I did not type that good. Nope, that is also not. That is not all that. There you go. Okay, the definition, can you, can you give me the origin? The definition of honest is free of deceit and untruthfulness or sincere. That's the adjective. The adverb is used to persuade someone of the truth of something. All right. And so keep that in mind. Used uh, free of deceit and untruthfulness or sincere. The definition of a lie is the verb uh, of a person or animal. Uh, oh, that's nope. That's not it. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Nope. That's also not it. Law. Uh, be situated. In this. <laughs> a lot of this is like to, to be situated in a way that is perpendicular to the ground. I want the one about oh lie no nope take no action let something lie that's not what I'm looking for. Ah, right, here we go. An intentionally false statement. I think that's important, right? Or used? Let's see, used with reference to a situation involving deception, or founded on a mistaken impression. An intentionally false statement. So if 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 someone says, hey, do I look fat in these jeans? I think an honest married man is going to go, 
Oh. Because I think the point of the deceit is not there, but that is still technically a lie. So I think my answer is, do honest people lie? I think they do, and it doesn't make them dishonest. Um, if they, you know, because there's times when you lie to people for the right reasons. So I think the honesty, uh, the, the, the honesty and the lie is the, 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 the difference is found in the intent. Like if I tell you, oh yeah, I got a big old hog in my pants. Well, now I'm just a dishonest person. But if the question is like, oh, yeah, do uh, do these, you know, jeans make my butt look big? No, not at all. Um, you know, there's I think there's a difference. Broncos 67 said a smart answer would be those are not my favorite jeans on you. No. No, the smarter answer is no, you look great. Are you ready? Because. We were supposed to leave 45 minutes ago. We're going to be late. That is that is the truth. Alex said, no, not big, huge. No, God, don't. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. And that's why Alex is on his ninth birthday without having sex with a woman. Right there. Uh, Terrence said, had to get my key sweat on. There you go. Uh, I told the truth. Uh, I told a truth that put me in the doghouse for a week. Ooh. It's like saying if God is all good, then he can't be all powerful. If God is all powerful, he can't be all good. I've never heard that before. That's a, I've never heard that. That's interesting. Statistics don't lie. Liars use statistics. The person that wrote this tweet was on shrooms of weed. <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, I never lied to Catherine. Good for you, Alan. Tooth fairy Santa Claus. I've seen some of y'all with kids on here moving that dumb elf on a shelf around like it's religion. I mean, that's true. Look, if you have kids uh, around, maybe don't let them listen to the next five to ten minutes of the show. But I mean, Santa Claus is what it is. The tooth fairy. You know, I'm just going out for a pack of cigarettes. I'll be right back. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm over it. Um, I mean, yeah, that. I, yes, honest people lie. But uh, the intent, it's it's always the intent. Why are you lying? Are you lying to be deceitful? Are you lying to be, uh, to get out of something or to trick somebody? Are you a trickster? Um, I don't think that makes you an honest person. But I also know people Everybody has one friend. I, I truly believe this. Everybody has at least one friend or, and it may not be a friend, just somebody you know that everything they say, they're, they're just a habitual liar. Literally everything they say is bullshit. I won't name names, but I have these people in my life or had them in my life. And, and this one guy, dear friend of mine, for a very long time, but it was like, bro, nobody believes you. And he would come up with the weirdest shit. You know what I mean? 
Like he goes, yeah, Reyes, it's kind of like a one-upper, but also at the same time, like no one brought that up. Why are you saying that? For example, I had a friend who had a dog. I go to my friend's house, never been to his apartment before. I show up, his dog's there. I'm like, oh, cute dog. He's like, thanks. He's part wolf. What? Yeah. He's part wolf. No, he's fucking not. I'm not running around with a fucking wolf. Yeah, he's part wolf. What are you talking about? Your dog's not part wolf. You don't even know what the fuck he is. Yeah. He's uh he's part he's half wolf. Oh, he's now he's 50% wolf. He's 50 he's half wolf and you're just running around an apartment complex on Jensen with a fucking wolf dog. Are you really expect me to believe this shit? Adam Clanton. That's funny. That's funny, uh, Clarence. <clears throat> Everyone has a T.O. like that. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, I have friends like that. <laughs> Alan said, I prefer the term storyteller. <laughs> Pian and Ann Clarence both said Josh Innes. <laughs> We didn't know this was a Santos topic. I don't know what that means. What the fuck is a Santos topic? What is a Santos topic? Plot twist. All dogs are part wolf. That's like saying all cats are part lion. Calm down. My my cat is half tiger. No, the fuck it's not. Your cat is half idiot and half dumbass, but it's not a half tiger. It's a liger. No, you're a liar. Period. This is that dog probably looked like a Boston Terrier. No, it was like a big. He was like, yeah, he's half uh, Alaskan. It was, but he didn't say like Alaskan Husky. He like added to it. It's kind of like somebody. <sighs> okay, this is probably gonna piss some of y'all off because you do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You ever know somebody that drives a nice car and they don't just say, "Hey, uh, you want me to pick you up?" Or, "Hey, we could take my car." They name the car. It's like, oh, you fucking pretentious piece of shit. You asshole. Hey, if that was this, hey, uh, you want to take the Lexus? No, motherfucker, I want to take your car. You cocky piece of shit. You want to you wanna take the, my, my BMW? No, bitch, you could have just said car. Why you got to throw out the name? No one's impressed with you. You act like you're the only motherfucker I know that owns a Lexus? The fuck out of here. So that's like, oh, uh, instead of being like, oh, this is my dog. They're like, uh, have you met my husky uh, wolf? What? Yeah, he's part sled dog, part wolf. Oh, 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 fucking okay. Fucking weird dude. Sharice <laughs> said everyone likes to take my care. Anybody want to take my uh, Civic? Anybody saying that? Anybody saying that? I'll drive. That's it. The rest of us that are normal people that aren't trying to stunt, even if you have a nice car, because I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people with a really nice car, and they don't have to give me the name. I mean, that is the equivalent of being like, hey, yo, what's up, pimp? I'm going to be there in just a second. Are you going to be ready? Yeah, I just have to put my uh, my Gucci belt on, and uh, and then just I'm going to throw on, I'm going to throw on some... Uh, 
true religion jeans and my Air Jordans, and then I'll just get a Gucci belt on and I'll be outside. Bitch, just say I need to get dressed. So sick of this shit. I thought Kia stood for keep it affordable. I really did. I thought that's. Did y'all hear that pop, by the way? <laughs> so now I said, you want to take my 98 POS? What did Al Bundy drive? Didn't he drive a dart, like a Dodge dart or some shit? Some of my supervisors in the military. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. You'd have to I call it the rebel. I mean, it's a beast. <laughs> it is douchey, Ivan. It's so douchey. Everyone has used sick days when not sick. Oh, that's a good point about being liars. That's a good point, Behannon. <laughs> my dog is half German like me. He's a German shepherd, but like, you know, West Germany, not East. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, uh, they they flew him over from the... He's like born in Germany, so he's actually a German shepherd, not like all these poser German... Sh- like, man, shut up. Ah, he's wolf. Kiss my ass. Uh, if you need to borrow my car, I respond by saying, do you have the keys? Okay, I used to wear true religion jeans all the time. I thought I was so cool. Yeah, dude, like there's, you know, like nobody does that. Hey, are you going to be ready? Yeah, I'm just going to, uh, or, or hey, do you want to eat before we go? Yeah, I'm going to have lobster. By the way, I didn't say uh, thank you for the follow to uh, Joseph Morgan BHS. Thank you, Joseph. Every time I see Joseph, I think of Joe Coy doing stand-up. I just watched his latest special. There was a part in it that had me dying laughing. And as a stand-up comedian, um, I don't laugh a lot at comedy specials. But Joe Coy's special, he did a whole bit about sleep apnea. And at first when I watched it, I was high as fuck. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I got to rewatch it because, you know, when you're high and you watch something, shit is funny. And I was like, God damn, this is so funny. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and rewatch that bit. Uh, sober, and then I watched it, still laugh, still super funny. So if you get a chance, watch the newest Joe Coy special out on Netflix. It, at least go for the the sleep apnea bit. Super duper funny. Uh, Hugh Dabs have fruit roll-up or fruit by the foot. I used, to, I used to get down on some fruit roll-ups back in the day. For real. Ah, Drowning Mona, that movie had all Yugos. I didn't know that. P. Ray doesn't say whatever happened to where it was not okay to be regular or have an average ass day. I have a friend that has a t- uh, telenovela ass day every day. Oh, dude, P. Ray Dizzle, that's so true. Although I will say this, I think a lot of people think that about me because a lot of weird and crazy shit does happen to me. Some people, I will say this, some people just make it up. And that was my buddy that said he had a wolf dog. Something always happened, right? But I was never with him when it happened. He was that guy in elementary that was like, yeah, I got a girlfriend and she's giving me uh, blowy mouth jobs, but she lives in uh, Sarasota, Florida. You've never met her. You know, like fucking Napoleon Dynamite. Well, yeah, this is a glamour shot of her. It's like, Bro, you got that at the mall on a, off of a fucking brochure. That's not your girlfriend. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, it's true, but you wouldn't know her. It's all good. Yeah, we've had sex. Totally, man. Totally. Shut. No, you haven't. I've seen you around women. 
You start farting because you're nervous. Stop. But there are some people that just crazy shit always seems to happen to them. I've had some some crazy shit happen to me, uh, and it seems to happen not all the time, but a lot. But I will say this, because I've had somebody say that to me. In fact, my buddy uh, Kevin Thomas back in the day, I've told you all the story about when the homeless man tricked me into thinking that he was a uh, valet parker and stole my money, and I chased him through downtown till he jumped off a bridge. Yeah, if you've missed that story, you, you've missed it. I'll, I'll probably tell it again at some point. But Kevin was with me that night, and he goes, bro, you always come to work and tell these stories. And I'm always like, part of me was like, he's full of shit. He's embellishing. He's making it up. And if I wasn't here to help you chase down this homeless man for $5 until he jumped off a bridge, I wouldn't have believed you. Or I would have thought you were making some of it up. But this is fucking insane. I was like, yeah, welcome to my world. Shit like this happens more often than not. But I'll say this about it. You also, you have to be observant of your surroundings and what's going on. And then you have to be kind of like a guy that like, for example, would chase a homeless man through downtown for $5 because of the principle of it. You know, a lot of you, a lot of you in this chat, if a homeless man tricked you into paying $5 to park in a parking lot that was free, you'd have just been like, well, shit. And that was it. Not me. You gonna give me my $5 back. Chase you? Yeah, bitch. I'm gonna chase you. That's my money. Fight a homeless man for $5? I will. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's, uh, you know. But some people would just be like, nah. And they don't have a story to tell. Uh, what is this dog in downtown Detroit? Some dude in a three piece suit came up to me and asked if I was looking for a place to eat. He made a recommendation. Then he went to the spiel about, I know it looks, Oh, that's too many words. They do that though. Uh, they do that. Uh, what is this? Weight watchers, Manti Teo. I don't know what this is. Some of them are like that. Uh, okay. What the PRN is say? I missed it. Some women like that peach smoke. What the fuck is that? You guys are weird. Todd said, yeah, I am probably letting it ride. I am not trying to get tuberculosis from a homeless person. <laughs> hey, what's up, Todd? Good to see you alive and, and kick it. Um, yeah, well, I I will. I Dude, I fought a guy on the freeway before. My ex-wife fought a chick at a red light in Conroe on the feeder. I mean, sometimes just, you know. Shit escalates. You either know when to hold them or know when to fold them. Know when to walk away and know when to run. I mean, I think it was a famous philosopher that said that. I don't remember the philosopher's name, but yeah, it was a famous philosopher. Said you gotta you gotta know when to fold them. Know when to, know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Uh, Terrence of the church telling you where your tithes go, uh, are going towards. Okay. Treason. I have, uh, I avoid confrontation at all costs. I'm the person who will get messed up, uh, order from the drive through and just go to a different drive through and order something else. Now that's just smart. Cause you don't want them spitting in your shit. I ain't got no problem with that. Shree. 
That's not, that's not, <laughs> Hugh Depp said, oh, Shreen, you rich, rich. No, no, Hugh Depp. That's just, that's just being smart. I don't want people spitting in my shit. Bro, you ever tried to take something back at a, this is me. This is me. Now, normally, like, mess up some, some of my shit in another, in my, that I'm not putting in my mouth. Like, hey, man, I asked you to hem these pants a quarter of an inch. Bitch, you gave me capri pants. All I needed was you to take it up a little bit just to hit the bottom of my dress shoe. Now I'm walking around in these old-ass jams, jeans, pants. They look like capris. I want my money back, you raggedy bitch. But fuck around and give me, like, a, a, a tomato on a burger and onion rings instead of french fries. And this is me at the counter. Uh, hey, hi, how are you? Uh, uh, Susan? Hi, Susan. Are you, are you good? Are you good? Hey, listen. Um, So, I didn't uh, want tomatoes on a burger. Uh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I was just saying, if there's like, if there's like an extra that's made exactly like this one, but without tomatoes, uh, before I leave and like, you know, I, I got to go to the bathroom and then I was going to, uh, that would be, Awesome because the 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 tomato juice makes me makes me gag, and uh, also I'm allergic to it, and I'll uh, I'll break out in hives, and then my nipples swell, and uh, and then I look like a like a, a fat pregnant man, and um, also um, you guys no 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 it's okay it's okay it's fine, but also um, and I'll eat them I'll I just was gonna let you know in case you're like a French fry short. Uh, or like an onion ring short, but I had ordered French fries and I think you guys gave me onion rings and I know that they, I think they cost more, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to know the register to be messed up and you guys getting fired. So if you just, you know, you don't have any, no, it's okay. It's, it's okay. No, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just eat the onion rings. Fuck it, bitch. And then I take my food. So it's like, I'm super nice. That way, if I can get the food. But if not, then I'm then I'm a then I'm a dick on the way out because now I got to go eat this fucking tomato burger with onion rings. So I'm like, you fucking kiss my ass. Watch you learn how to fuck. Who doesn't know no tomatoes? No, you know. And then I'll talk shit on the way out. But if I still got a chance of getting new food, yeah, I'm gonna kiss that ass. That is just being smart. Shreen is a white Karen, y'all. Look at this shit. Shreen's a Karen. I'll send the feedback things on the website. <laughs> you guys messed up my order. I don't think this is okay. Ma'am, can we call you? No, God, no. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, Philip said, come on, McDonald's. I said no onions, extra pickles, and you raggedy bitches want 15 an hour. See, that's why they're going to have uh, robots making burgers. Because then when you yell at a robot, it just remakes it. It doesn't, what's it going to spit? You'd be like, why does this taste like motor oil? That son of a bitch robot spit on my burger. <laughs> uh, oh, that sucks. I remember the guy who ordered uh, the Cowboys jersey with Seahawks on the back. Ooh. Bronco said honest or lie. What do you mean? Honest or lie what? I need a feedback thing on there. Uh, uh, what did I say? Don't complicate a simple order because something will happen. Yeah, but I'm very specific about how I order my burger. I do it the same way every time. This is my burger order. Don't and don't judge me, chat, because I know some of y'all gonna be like, eh, "Why didn't you do that? Well, that's stupid." 
<laughs> Dickie Depp said Shreen's dog is half, half husky for sure. <laughs> we got chat on chat crime going all over the place. I'm digging it. Clarence is fighting with Dick Willie and Dre and Dre and Cece are fighting. And this is awesome. Uh, what the hell was I going to tell you? Oh, my burger order. This is my burger order. This is my go-to. I order this. And Nora's always like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's why she's glad there's the app now. I could just punch it all in. Now, it doesn't matter where I pull up to. Sonic, McDonald's. Now, actually, you know what? McDonald's is the only place I don't customize my burger. Just give me my fucking burger. It's McDonald's. I got no faith in them not fucking it up. And I don't know why that is. I really don't know why. I've never customized a burger or an order at McDonald's. Ketchup? Sure. I can't stand ketchup on a burger, but if that's how you make it, sure, fire it off. Okay. Yeah, mustard, I don't give a shit. However you make it, that's how I'll eat it. Fine. But at Wendy's, at Whataburger, at Burger King, at Sonic, anywhere else, I'm always customizing. And this is my order. Hey, let me get a, uh, 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 let's see, we'll, we'll do Sonic. Yeah, let's do Sonic. Actually, you know what? I will do Whataburger. Then we'll do Whataburger. Uh, I'll be like, uh, yeah, let me get the uh, number two, which is the double meat, double cheese Whataburger. Yeah, we get a number two mayonnaise, lettuce, pickles, and cheese only. I mean, that seems pretty simple. They'll fuck it up. But that's my order. Now, sometimes I will add onion. Let me get a uh, let me get a number two mayonnaise pickles uh, le- mayonnaise lettuce pickles cheese and onions only, and then Nora's smart ass be like, you could have just said no tomatoes. Hey, why don't you back out of my order area, okay? And then you can tell the young lady how you want your burger, but don't be. I got my system. It's easy. You could have just said no tomatoes. Yeah, well, and we could have fucking went to Chick-fil-A. So, yeah, that's my order. Mayonnaise, lettuce, pickles, cheese. That's it. Super simple burger. I'll throw some onions on there on occasion. I just can't stand tomato. I can't stand tomato on a burger. And it's not that I don't like tomatoes. Like, in a salad, I'll eat tomato. You know, I eat ketchup, spaghetti sauce, all that bullshit. I just don't like sliced tomatoes. On a burger. And then there's those fucking weirdos that eat tomatoes like they're an apple. Like, what kind of hippie bullshit are you into? Oh, I eat tomatoes and onions like they're apples. I bet you drink V8 too, don't you, you weird hippie fucking creep? Probably smell like fucking feet and Fritos. Ask him to do the McRib medium rare. Mm. Yeah. No, thanks. I don't like diarrhea. Terrence said Die Hard is a Christmas movie is a lie. Yeah, he actually fucking said it. He literally said it at a podium. He literally went to the podium and said, I'm Bruce Willis. Die Hard is not a fucking Christmas movie. But you got these assholes. You got to keep bringing it up. Barry being from the Congo. Lie. Uh, (laughs) Clarence not having a pack of hot dogs on the back of his neck lie (laughs) 
Just remember, you started it, Clarence. Uh, what does it say? McRib's good in 2007. They changed the recipe somewhere along the way, and now they suck. Yeah, I tried it not too long ago. Trey said, I got the picture for you, Barry. Yeah, I know. I've seen that Oscar Mayer wiener neck having some bitch. I've met him. I know. I know what Clarence looks like. Uh, <laughs> said, just log out, Clarence. Bro, why would why are you gonna why are you why are you coming at me? I'm over here minding my own business, just trying to entertain folks until five o'clock. You come in here talking about my dick size. Like I don't talk about having a small dick enough. You gotta jump on board. Sit your wiener schnitzel neck having ass down, man. Tell me to send it on Twitter. I think I saw it before, Dre. I think I did. I think I saw it before. <laughs> this shit was so funny. Did you? I think you tagged me on it. That was fucking hilarious. All right. Uh, what do we got left? Okay, so we answered the question, do honest people lie? That uh, that sparked some major controversy on the show. Oh, film session. Good call, Alan Denson. Uh, we got 20 minutes left. Perfect time. <gasps> do we do film session? Or I think we could do both. Um, if we don't get to it, um, then we'll, uh, we'll do this other story tomorrow. I had this story about Antonio Bryant. He got a Snapchat, um, suspended and I, I'll tell you why tomorrow, but I know you bitches will Google it, but let's do a film session, uh, before we get out of here. Cause I've been promising you guys film sessions and I haven't been able to deliver it. So, uh, Hey, fuck you flip double fucks. You're done. Um, all right, here we go. And now it's time for a film session. All right, here's your film session. We hadn't done these in a minute, boy. I'm excited about this. Now, this little film session here. Uh, I forget who sent this to me, but it is, I think this takes place in like a bodega in New York. However, Dre on 290 said Barry sent, oh shit, let's do this real quick. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Uh, Hey, look y'all. Oh, oh, Uh, look. Oh, look. Look at that. Look at old Clarence. (laughs) See, Clarence? See what you did? You had to call me out. And then you got a delicious neck. (laughs) That's such a great picture. (laughs) The great thing is, is that uh, Dre tagged me on that one. Tagged a bunch of us. He's like, look, I found Clarence, y'all. Dre's always doing that shit. It makes if you're the victim of it, you're like, "Hey, fuck you, Dre." But if you're not, and you're just tagging on, you're like, "That's hilarious." But Dre's racist because any bald white guy with glasses that's kind of chubby up to fat, he chooses me, and it's bullshit. Um, Dubs, what's up, people? Dubs, he said neck meat. Clarence said that's not me. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure it's not, Clarence. Sure it's not. Um, Road Dog has spoken. <laughs> All right. Then we're not going to turn this into a roast of Clarence's big, fat, salty neck. What's your neck made out of? I don't know. Fucking cow hoof and chicken dick. Same thing hot dogs are made out of. All right, let's do this film session. I played the intro, damn it. Let's get to it. So this film session happens in like a bodega or some shit. Now, if you're new to the program, new to the show, the way film sessions work is I run the video first. And uh, you know what? This one is kind of jacked up. Because uh, I need to get, yeah, hold on. Let me, let me get some more. I think that'll work. I gotta, I gotta crop this appropriately. Nope. Nope. No. What the frick? Oh, that's it. Okay. Well, I think it'll work this way. Uh, But this, I think happened in a bodega. Now, the thing that um, the tweet said that that chick on the the one the the blonde was like a golden gloves boxer or whatever, and I think it was just some hyperbole and hype. But I will say this: this is a great story uh, and life lesson about yeah, don't start none and there won't be none. And bitch, just come up because I'm over here stocking cupcakes and ding dongs. Don't think you can't. Don't think you can't get it. Okay. Just because I'm over here stocking shelves. Now, I don't know where the fuck this is, but just watch. God damn. God damn. God damn. God damn. Oh, my God. Yo. Okay. So let's break down what exactly happened here as we do in the film sessions. Now. I don't know what was being said. I don't know who started it. It really doesn't matter at this point because once you engage, you engage. Okay. Oh, P. Rand Dizzle said I sent you that. <laughs> Holly Holmes will surprise you. It does look like uh, Holly Holmes. It's definitely not her. Yeah, Hugh Dab said, wait, that was a chick? Yeah, 100%. So... This, 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 uh, I don't know what's being said. You know what I mean? Like, eh, I don't know. I don't know what's going down here. All I know is, is that, um, about here, she knew she fucked up. You know what I mean? Now it all happens in a split second and ogre on the black shirt. I should say the black beanie kind of bum rushes her. And you can tell that the blonde is immediately like, oh no, danger. She's in my, is in my space. I need to, I need to be up to defend myself. I don't want to get punched uh, on the ground. So super smart right away to pop up and be like, what's up, bitch? Put up your dukes. And it doesn't go well. You can clearly tell about right here. That old girl in the blue jeans does not know how to fight. And you can see, watch. I want you to watch two things. Obviously, the punching, but watch the footwork by the blonde girl. Okay? Remember what we talked about footwork-wise? What's the one thing you notice, chat? Please, please, for the love of God, make me proud. We have done these film sessions for almost three years now. Two plus years. What's the one thing you noticed about her feet and her footwork, which is why I believe she might have actually been a boxer. What do you notice, chat? 
Come on. Don't don't you disappoint me. Flip said left foot was in the front. Well, now, I mean, some people, you know, left foot's in the front. Some people, right foot's in the front. Alan Dixon is so close. So close. <laughs> she ding-donged her cupcake. <laughs> nice job, Barry. <laughs> Alan is right. It, 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 at the end of the day, Alan is right. Balance. Watch her feet. We talk about this when we talk about the, you know, defending yourself in the streets. And what's the what's the one thing we talked about? When you fight, your balance, you never want your feet too close together because that's how you lose your balance. You could be pushed over. You could be knocked over. You could be punched and knocked down. If you have a good, solid, wide base, it's harder to uh, knock you down or put you in danger. So keeping a good, solid, wide base. And when you move, like they teach you in boxing, that when you move, you always keep the same distance between your lead foot and your back foot. So like if you back up, same space. Move forward, same space. Watch her feet. That space between her feet. This was so dope. The space between her feet. It was the same the whole time she's throwing punches. The top part of her is going crazy. Almost spilled my Jameson. Top part of her going nuts. But that base, that that her feet, same width as she moved, as she pivoted, as she cupcaked or ding dong or whatever the fuck Perry said, watch her feet on this. This is, uh, this is how you do it. And it's hard. It's hard to stay focused on it, but, uh, this is exactly what you do. Uh, hold on here. Let me see. Restart. Watch your feet the whole time. Just watch your feet right there. You see that base whole time. Look at that whole time, whole time. Even as she moved forward whole time, that's balance. That's just footwork. And that's why I think she might've been a boxer because Man, she did. It was almost like instinct. And then when you watch the way that she threw her punches about right, uh, you can't really see some of it. But when you get to when you get to this section, watch how she kind of walks her back. Right. But she is she's staying in that pocket. Remember, we talked about hands up, chin down, but you're staying in that pocket and you're keeping your eyes on the opponent the whole time. You're not looking away. You're not you're you are dead ass focused on face right yeah how can you defend if you can't see what's coming how can you punch if you can't see them her head two things don't move her head and her feet boom now her arms is a little wild it's a little crazy but you know it's a brawl it's uh you gotta do what you gotta do but look her look at look at her head uh, all just dead ass focus i mean there's obviously some head movement but for the most part she stayed right on her the whole fucking time look at that look at that look at that and what I love is old girl, my favorite part, my favorite part after old girl, I just feel like, I feel like the girl was like, mm-hmm, what's up, stalker bitch? Like, you know she went up and was like, uh-huh, whatever, you stupid, dumb, stalking bitch. Why don't you stalk my nuts, ho? Or whatever girls say to each other. I don't know. And then that girl was like, oh, really? Poppity pop, hit her with the skibbity pap. Shout out to Tony, whatever his name is, I forget. It was the end. It was the end for me, right? Like, oh, girl was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What did she pick up? What did she fucking pick up right here? Like, she's just like, hello? <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? Right? Okay, so she's getting ass whooped, ass whooped. She's like, oh, shit. Abort, abort mission. Cupcake bitch is a badass. Cupcake bitch is a badass. Abort. So now she's trying to get out and cupcake bitch is like, no, no, no. You wanted this smoke. Get over here. 
so now she's like, oh, Lord Jesus, right? She gets away, so she thinks. And I really feel like it was, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like Martin. Remember when uh, Dragonfly Jones got his ass whooped by the karate dude? And he was just like, he was running around. He's like, ah, ah, ah. And he'd be like, ah. Hello, I want to order two chillers and a bucket of fries. Oh, no, that was the Thomas Hitman Hearns fight. Remember when he knocked him down? He's leaning on the ropes. He's like, let me get two chitlins and a bucket of fries. It felt like that. Like, she got beat up so bad, she had a Martin moment where she was like, hello, I'd like to report uh, abuse. So funny, man. So funny. Like she was like, oh, I fucked up. And then she got she got hit a couple more times. I think that last one she slapped her. I think really do. I really do. So she gets over to the counter. She's getting ready to call 911. Bop! Oh, that one was devastating, man. Watch her head go back right on this one. Right? She's like, I swear to God, I'll call the authorities. Well, bitch, call the authorities. Ah! And then she's like, uh, <laughs> Keep the change. Man. She got into a hornet's nest on that one. Boy, oh boy. She got into a hornet's nest and it did not go well. My goodness. Cause somebody called 91. She did. She gave her a roller coaster face. <laughs> That's funny. The brunette chick is what Barry looks like when Nora whoops his ass. Yeah. Hundred percent. They why? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, that finishing move is it. I like it because she like the finishing move. What's great about the finishing move is she throws a left hook, right? So she comes up behind her and she bow, and the old girl goes back, and then she slaps the shit out of her on the back of the head. That's the best part is that she slaps the back of her head like bitch. Come around here no more. And you don't get no damn cupcakes. Get the fuck out. Fucking with you no more. Look, this is the best part. The slap on the back of the head did it for me. Come here, I'll fucking... What? I'll, I'll host this your ding dong. Hey, fuck you, twinkie face. Shut up, bitch. And then take your ass back. <laughs> so great. That's so great. Uh, Perry said, bitch, you ain't calling shit with no teeth. I want to pour a salt. I'm sorry, what? I want to report a assault. I'm sorry, you want to report a what? I want to report a assault. You you have you have some salt? An assault! <laughs> talk with no teeth. That's so funny. Oh, so clarity, all right. This film session brought to you by Little Debbie. Little Debbie's. There's a surprise in the middle. And if you fuck around and find out, there's a surprise at the end. Stop that! Oh, that's so funny. What's the best Little Debbie snack? And why is it the iced honey bun? This is definitely not the iced honey bun. Definitely not the iced honey bun. Oh, I got to sneeze. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, got it. Ugh, God damn, it got all over me. All right, um, it is 4.52. Oh, we got time. Okay, well, that I hope you enjoyed the film session. That was fun. Thank you, P. Randizzle. 
Thank you for the content, the film session, uh, and the 10 gifted subs today. Let's go. All right. Um, oh, last thing. You guys. Can somebody please get word to Antonio Brown to stop posting pictures or videos or snaps of him getting a blowjob on social media? Please. Please. Is this like the third or the fourth time now that Antonio Brown has posted a picture of him getting his getting a mouthy. We'll just call it a mouthy. I'll have some class here. I could say oral. We'll call it a mouthy. Like, I think the first time, cause you know, I had to do some research for this and I, 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 so I Googled and, and look, don't, 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 don't do this at work or on the church computer or at the library if some of you still go to the library, but I, I, now look, I was smart about it. I opened up an incognito tab and I typed in Antonio Brown blowjob. Boy, oh boy, was I not prepared for the results? Uh, shout out Tiana Trump. I missed this. I totally missed the fact that Tiana Trump blew him in a gym and he posted the video or it got leaked. Missed that. Uh, and then he did it again. I don't know when, but this is like, I think this is the third time that Antonio Brown has posted a pic or video of himself getting a mouthy. This time, it was from his the mother of his child, whom they're in the middle of like a big fight or I don't know what, but she was pissed. And Snapchat was like, that's inappropriate and kicked him off of Snapchat. And I'm just like, well, I think I know what Antonio's uh, next team will be. Uh, uh, pff, fucking bang bus. That's who he's going to. This dude is just dying to go into porn. Like if you post that many pics and videos of yourself and your member and your sexual encounters, I mean, even Kim Kardashian just did the one. I was like, hey, Ray J, you want to be famous? Bring that BBC over here and let's make some internet happen. And he was like, bitch, what? She's like, just trust me, daddy. And then bam, the Kardashians became a thing and every bitch wanted to bang Ray J. There you go. Win, win. And I think Antonio Brown is like, I'm going to be the next Ray J. I don't know. I mean, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, <clears throat> if you post your dong that much on, just just join porn. Just go be a porn star. If you're that proud of it, if you're that modest, or if you're not that modest, if you're that loose and free with it, well, just might as well get paid to do it. <laughs> so yeah, it's out there. And hold on, I'll read you the whole story. It's on TMZ. And Snapchat said, oh, no, no, contraire, mon frere. 
you are not allowed to do that. Antonio Brown went too far on social media again. The controversial former NFL superstar just shared a sexually explicit private picture on a Snapchat with the mother of his children. That's what it says. <clears throat> the post, which has since been deleted from AB's profile, showed the woman performing oral sex on the Super Bowl champ in bed. Picture quickly circulated on other social media platforms early Tuesday. It's unclear where the image was taken, but we're assuming it's recent. Things have gotten ugly between the two sides. Um, update she said she reported it unfortunately snapchat is allowing him to repost i'm very sorry for any of your kids that follow him and used to used to look at him as a role model i do not condone these actions as you are aware i have kids uh involved and involved as well you don't condone those actions you were kind of the one doing those actions how the fuck you gonna say uh, listen i don't condone I don't condone that. That's not okay. Don't, uh, listen, I'm not, it's like, ma'am, you were the one doing the mouthy. Yeah, but that, I don't condone it. You, you did it. Judge, let's not you be judged, dick. Like, okay. <clears throat> um, at 8.25 a.m. Pacific time, uh, the mother of A.B.'s children just released a statement on the situation saying she's very well aware of the post. Says she's repeatedly asked Brown to keep the private parts of their, form <laughs> private parts of their former relationship out of the public eye, but he has refused. Yeah, she blew it. Ah, oh, come on. Come on. Come on. A snap smoke uh, at 9.39 a.m., uh, TMZ reported a snap, a snap spokesperson tells TMZ Sports Antonio Brown's account has been suspended and the incident is under investigation. Uh, the platform points out it has strict community guidelines that prohibit sexually explicit content and bullying or harassment of any kind. So. Uh, Cece said she needed a new purse. Oh, okay. Andrew Tate talk? Who is this? Who are you talking about? No, I'm talking about Antonio Brown, uh, Dick Willie. Antonio Brown out here posting pictures of himself getting a, uh, getting a, um, getting an oral job. Shut up, Total Dallas. One thing we didn't get to today that we'll get to tomorrow. Dan Brugler has issued a 2023 mock draft. 2.0. Two rounds, three trades for quarterbacks. I don't know if you're going to like what you see, Texans fans. I certainly do not. And I hope he's dead-ass, dumb-ass wrong. Oh, Repax, what's up? He said, what did I come in on? Getting an oral job? Yeah, you missed the whole show, damn it! Alright! Thank you guys for being here. Repacks, uh, appreciate you, buddy, man. Sorry about that. We've been on since two. Our time, so we are. We are done skis for the day skis. Thank you, Uriel. Uh, thank you, uh, Beer. Thank you, Flip. <laughs> Tara said, yo, does anybody need a ride in my BMW? <laughs> Nice callback, buddy. Shreen said, I stayed here for the last hour like you asked, so I want you to know I listened to you, Daddy. Thank you, Shreen. Appreciate you, man. Hopefully you'll come back. 
Uh, hopefully you had a good time and enjoyed it. We, we do this every day, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 5 p.m. Central. Right here. Barry on that. All right. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. There's really not sports, so watch some NBA. There's no football. and Enjoy some NBA and, I don't know, be cool. Uh, until tomorrow, like I said, we'll we'll do some maybe some NBA gambling talk this mock draft and I'll have more shit to talk about and as always if you have shit you want to talk about send it to me on Twitter or Instagram or Friendster or um, Faxit alright until then I'll see you guys tomorrow do me three favors as always be safe be kind and most important love each other I'll see y'all tomorrow bye all right, uh, are we rating? That's the question. Who do we have? T. Jones, Hilbert, Rump Rump Stump, Chelly God, and Andy Milanakis. Uh, let's see. I saw somebody say Tidal Wave was on. Is that true? Let me see. That's, uh, that's our buddy Tiger Stripe, right? Open link in new tab. Tidal Wave. Is Tidal Wave live? He's not live. Is this Be Right Back? He's not live. Did I miss it? I don't think Tidal Wave is live. All right, we're out. Uh, oh, you know what? Y'all want to raid Chelly? Let's go raid Chelly God. Come on. Let's raid Chelly. Why not? Right? <clears throat> Let's raid Chelly. They're always showing love to the show. Chelly is uh, part of the Book It Sports team. Let's raid. Stick around. Say hi. Follow Chelly if you haven't followed. My God, they've sent so many wonderful people from their community over here. Uh, help me repay them in some way uh, by just showing love and saying hello and giving them a follow. And CC said yawn. You don't like Chelly God, CC? Is it not sports talk? Well, you don't have to raid, dude. It's fine. Ah, uh, Sandoval said need the points. Hey, I uh, love you, Terrence. Don't start now, won't be that. Oh, that was for Drake. Okay, got it. Enjoy the raid. Say hi. Appreciate you guys. Show some love. Represent the deckheads well, like you always do. Give them a couple follows, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.